This week, it's time to hop in the Wayback Machine and process our origins of gaming. Now, we won't be as quiet as a mouse, but we promise to monitor our volume as we ram our opinions down your throat. If computer games aren't your thing, well, then take your little floppy disk the fuck out of here. But if this is for you, then whip out your hard drive and squeeze that joystick because it's PC Gaming Roots. This week on Nothing Good. As always, an excellent intro. Thank you, Mr. Brown. Gentlemen, we have made it to yet another episode. How are you guys doing today? Feeling good. Ah, feeling normal. Well, yes, you are feeling here. much better now, I understand. Yeah, yeah, I think the uh, the, the Rona has uh, officially left the house here. So uh, I, uh, I'm, I'm about uh, the uh, Death Star and Return of the Jedi, you know, not quite complete, but fully operational, you know. Uh, so yeah, we're uh, we're we're definitely feeling back to back to normal here uh, at the at the good old state. Well, welcome yeah, back I'm to the land of the living. Yes. Oh, it feels good, man. Healthy. It feels good. Well, we're not we're not quite normal because we today on this episode of Nothing Good are joined by a very special guest. I mean, as special a guest as we have, right? Lit literally. Yeah. As special a guest as we can muster. It's fantastic. Oh, I see. Oh, I is see that the your order. trophy, you son of a bitch? <laughs> you son of a bitch. Go <laughs> <laughs> do the honors. Intro our guest. Uh, well, this is a really uh, unique experience for me, and it's really special, actually. Uh, now, uh, Anthony here um, is one of my is my oldest friend, really, truly, one of my best friends in the entire world. I've known since I was thirteen or fourteen years old. Uh, we've been up and down the road together, good times, bad times, everything in between, and, and it's just full circle that some of my closest friends are on this show at one time. I don't know how to handle it, uh, but uh, Anthony here is also a content creator. He's a podcaster. He's a streamer on Twitch. You know, he's a YouTuber. You know, he's a really fancy green screen back there. Shows you that he knows what he's doing. And he is also the 2021, I don't remember the title exactly, but Sexiest Lips <clears throat> in the World or something. Woo! Oh, there Mr. it is. Mr. Sexiest Lips. Mr. I'm sorry, Mr. Sexiest, Sexiest Lips. Lips. <laughs> we have a celebrity in our midst. Yes. Welcome yes. to the show, Gibby. I'm glad to be here. Um, also, uh, listeners, I am the midnight listener as well. <laughs> Ooh, it's big hit It is me, baby. That's the midnight right. Listener. Um, <laughs> so I appreciate you guys. First, I want to say thank you for all the hours of entertainment. I should not have made it through that many episodes of a podcast in about a day or two. <laughs> <laughs> um, i'll take it as a massive compliment yes. absolutely and a raging compliment i just want to let you guys know the um, the job that i do we're not allowed to wear headphones so oh. as i'm just walking through <laughs> you're, like, you're sharing peru? with others take yeah. that shit peru i'm like oh shit now i have one airpod in my ear now at work <laughs> If it's wrestling, sometimes I can get away with it, but there's no, actually no, you you can't get away with it because you never know. You know, but, you can't have back titty fucking Goryeo blasting through your job. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, um, <laughs> and, and guys, many times. 
listen, Gib, it's funny you say that because I, I had that similar experience. Um, over over the, th- the week of Thanksgiving, I had to go into the office and um, clean out my desk because we're, we're moving office spaces. So they were, were condensing and we're moving to a different space. And uh, as I'm going through, you know, six, seven years of stuff, I've got the podcast playing and I got it playing on a speaker. Now, there weren't a lot of people on my floor. But, you know, I did have the um, I did have the um, uh, Bret Hart episode, the Montreal Screwjobs playing. And uh, there are many times that I had to adjust the volume as executives <laughs> for my company <laughs> kept going back and forth. And I would just hear, you know, just all sorts of great language coming from the podcast. And I'd have to pop my head up like a prairie dog and like look to see who was there and like jump down and change the volume <laughs> on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did have to turn it down for the chemical castration conversation. Oh. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I, I still, I still can't believe that. I was. I still can't believe I'm like the only person who knew about that. I felt like in, amongst this group, at least two people would have been aware of chemical castration. What I thought it was was someone like taking acid and just pouring it on their balls or something. That was you know, that's consensus. what I thought. <laughs> that but it's like, but it's like a dose of medicine just to make you sterile, right? Yep. Like, uh, yeah, like a different yeah. like cocktail yeah. stuff. Okay. Yeah, like a lot of less Could could you imagine yeah. just your balls just being like the fucking Joker? <laughs> the rest of you being normal, <laughs> <laughs> but, but your dick and balls just being white fucking Jack Nick, just Miles. Jack Nicholson from 1989. <laughs> oh, where the fuck you get purple fingernails from? Where'd you get fingernails from? No, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Uh, so well, uh, something else really important too before we go on with the subject uh now as the listeners are as you guys the audience are listening to it's now like a tuesday so it's been a few days but for us as we are recording uh Jeff's birthday was yesterday and uh we want to wish him a very happy birthday on the happy internet and to the world happy birthday, happy birthday it. it's, not, it's not real unless it's on social media so yeah Jeff, birthday you do? for the shout outs uh, it was pretty low-key actually my daughter had surgery yesterday so we oh. play it, played it cool at home. Uh, she's better today. She's home and back Good. to her normal self. Good. So it was it was minor outpatient stuff. But uh, okay. so my birthday took a backseat to that. Uh, like a true father. Our, like our a job as a parent is to the kids come first and I'll get drunk today. Excellent. Okay. Day drinking, baby. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. That's my uh, that's my man. Now, before uh, we get started on the episode. Uh, speaking of day drinking and drinks uh, abound, uh, what is everyone drinking? This is a, a, a tradition we have on the show. So the last couple of times we've done it in the middle of the episode or at the end last week. Uh, but let's uh, let's let's get it popping. So let's let's go around. Gibby, since you are our esteemed guest today. Yes. yes. What are you drinking while we're while we're going? <laughs> um, I'm normally not a big drinker, but today, since this, I'm on the pod, I figure I would have a little something. So I have a little bit of Crown Royal Apple whiskey. Um, and a little bit of soda just to mix it down. Nice. I'm more of a, a smoker now. I'm actually smoking blue raspberry. It's a indica. Uh, so I, um, I, I'm not plugging you guys. The lab concentrates. Um, <laughs> but yeah, but we'll take spots that helps keep me calm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, legal, le- I'm legally smoking people. I'm not. Yeah. yeah. So, but just to you know, is, give you guys in a good space. This is the internet. No one gives a shit. Give you could, you could yeah. do what you got to do. The, the people right. who are listening to this show give zero fucks. No it. fucks. Yeah, Absolutely yeah. no fucks. And, uh, but, and in but fact, awesome. most of the time, give me the people listening to the show are right now on this podcast. <laughs> 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 Woo! All right. Uh, Jafar, it says it's your birthday. What are yep. you drinking today? I'm drinking a Troganator from Trogues. Nice. It's a double Bach beer. 
and it's quite tasty. Fantastic. Mac, what's your drink? Well, well, gentlemen, since I am uh, just on the mend here, I'm gonna take the take the backseat. Everybody today, I've got the choice of new generation. I've got a delicious Pepsi. Oh, uh, just kind of get me through here today. Haven't quite worked my way up to uh, to getting back into some other indulgences just yet, as the the body's getting there, but not quite at hundred percent yet. But uh, but yeah, just gonna be a Pepsi today. Doc. Is it bourbon? Uh, the usual song and dance. Just drinking some GW bourbon, private stock, enjoying it, very, loving life. Very fancy. I uh, I'm double fisting and to have a wonderful, dangerous afternoon. At first, I'm having uh, a, an americano, straight coffee, and at the same time, I'm also enjoying a Mars double IPA. Ooh. You know, just kind of live it up a little bit, keep my energy up, <laughs> but also my drunk in the middle throughout the day. Excellent. So mm -hmm. now, before we begin today's topic. I have uh, two questions for our guest. Uh, you know, no, first, before we get going, I just want to say, uh, as we mentioned off air, and we all tell you all the time, uh, Gibby here is known amongst us for having the most amazing, prolific social media that we have. It, it's been some times where I wanted to quit social media because everyone's <laughs> racist uncle seems to have a profile and shows up on my goddamn timeline. Right. But Gibby comes in and saves the day all the time. So on uh. behalf of everyone who's still facebook friends with you after all these years and, uh, <laughs> and and twitter god bless you thank you so much for what yeah, you do yeah, yeah. but i have two serious questions for you the first right. is uh this is very this is a very simple question i've always wanted to ask you this you as far as we know you've been friends best friends with doc since you were 13 and i've um, always wanted to know i'll right? say 11 because 11 the first time he actually came over my house was for my 12th birthday party but we'll go ahead that's nice. That's it. It's even earlier. So my question is simply this. Has Doc always been a grown-ass man? Yes. yes. He, did, he was the only kid that didn't stay the night at the sleepover for the birthday. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I met him, we, we, were, we, were, we were but late teenagers, years after you guys met, and I was like, that's a grown man. And he's like, no, I'm 19. I'm like, no, you're a grown man. Like, <laughs> so I've always wanted to know, it's like, you know, it's sort of like the the younger equivalent of some of those actors that are just perpetually 40 for the rest of their lives. I just right. figured maturity wise, Doc has been about 42 my entire time I've ever known him. So, he, well, you know, he had bills to pay, Noah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, he's been... Um, for the the the, the lifelong time I've had him in my life is when well, lifelong time I had him in my life. Uh, he's always mm -hmm. been mature, but also like the voice of reason. Like he was the kid. Like guys, I don't think we should rob the bakery. Like come on, yeah, that's probably a bad dollars. idea. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so like, as they long as I've known him this. from the day he first came into our school, like he always did have like he was very like well spoken and. I don't know. I, I could tell he was raised well. You know what I mean? Um, Shit, man. Even my parents time, like, know that's not true. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you raised yourself well. You're like, I came. I got to let <laughs> yeah. these guys know what's really going on. Um, <laughs> One day when he was like, five years old, Herb went to a cave and decided to raise himself. And he came out <laughs> an amazing man. So. Right. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, that's, that, he's always been a great guy as far as that goes. But he's always been, like I said, the voice of reason or like, to keep your to keep more of not getting himself in trouble, but to keep you out of trouble type of person. You know what I mean? That being said, uh, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. But uh, Doc uh, 
the most amount of trouble I've ever been in in my life generally is because we were having a great time. And then that man whispers like this, like the devil in your ear. <laughs> you should fucking do this. And then we do that thing. And now, now you can't go back from that for the rest of your life. So, right. uh, well, thank you for, for that information. I, for my memoir, I, need, uh, yeah, I needed yeah, that, sure. that information. But the other thing is you have to fucking, now that we've got you on the internet on record, mm. how the hell, did you become Mex Mr. Sexiest Lips? Like, I want yeah. the story, I want the whole fucking thing, and all the details, please. So, um, it's all thanks to Joy, my wife, actually. Love you, baby, if you're listening. Um, she was in a Facebook group called The Big Dogs, or Thick Nation. <laughs> oh yes, God. Thick Nation. It's about uh, no. like BBWs. It's a bunch right of BBWs now. and stuff like that. Um, but they had a men's section called The Big Dogs. So they have a um almost like a family reunion that they do every year in vegas and she they had like different nominations like most accomplished man most grand it was like old people like most grandkids you know stuff like that and the one of the, the uh, contest was mr sexy's lips so she's decided to nominate me admitted my picture without me knowing without consent or anything and uh to have all these old ladies oogling over me <laughs> And my young 30-year-old lips, you know, 37, 37-year-old, 36-year-old, no, 37, lips. And and she showed me the competition, and it was a bunch of the old man Facebook, like, <laughs> looking down. Like, the awkward profile pictures of them looking down, like, hey, baby. You know, the, the, it was a bunch of those guys. I'm like, oh, I got this in the bag. There's no way I'm losing this one. So, um... I'm picking up my daughter from a job. She had a summer job. She's working now. She's old now, so she had her first job this summer. Um, I'm picking her up from work, and I get a call. Uh, this lady, she's like, hey, Sweet D from Las Vegas Radio. It's, it's Anthony. I'm like, uh, yeah. She's like, congratulations. You won a contest to come out to Vegas and come to our party. And It was their pajama jam. Pajama jam. So we had to buy a pajama. It was a pajama party. I don't think I ever mentioned that part. Um, no. <laughs> there's pictures out there. This, um, this is already better than I expect. I, I could like, yeah. it would be. <laughs> um, so, uh, we go. So we, I'm like, all right, are we sure we want to do this? Because they, they, they gave us free passes to the party, but we had to make our way there ourselves. So we're like, you know what? We deserve it. We've been together. We've been married uh, 12 years. Let's do something fun. So we go out and go to Vegas for a weekend. And I get there. And I didn't know it was the same weekend that SummerSlam was on. So I'm like, babe, we're here. Like, she's like, you know what? Go ahead, just buy tickets, whatever. We're, you know, let's let's make a, a weekend of it. So that was fun to go actually experience um, uh, SummerSlam live, uh, no matter where That's the seats really were. Cool. It was still a blast just to be there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, the cool thing was the internet went down, so all the food was free. They couldn't charge us. So like oh. everything at the stadium, it was at the new Raiders stadium. Um, that was pretty cool. Um, but so we, but the the thing was, SummerSlam was the same day as the pajama party, and I'm like, well, let's stay for SummerSlam, and we ended up leaving uh, right as um, Cena versus Rain uh, came on. So we watched the intro. I was like, let's watch the intro, then I'll just turn on Peacock while we go get an Uber before the price skyrockets, and I'm just watching the match on Uber on, on the Peacock and all that stuff. And so we get to the pajama party, and they're almost wrapping up. They're, they're still getting out awards and all this stuff. And I walk in 
And the lady goes, we, she sees me. She goes, we have one more category. And I was like, oh, fuck. If they, they were holding it, there's no, I must have won. Because there's no way they're going to have me come out to Vegas just to say better luck next year. Um, and yeah, and they, gave, they called my name. I gave my little speech. I was super nervous. And uh, I'm now Mr. Sexiest Lips of 2021. And I hope to defend my title this year. No shit. Congratulations. That's a big Thanks. fucking Thanks. deal. That's awesome, dude. That's fucking legendary. Now, this literally is legendary. It was a great it was a great yes. weekend. Now now what he's not was. what what he's not sharing with everybody is that after the award ceremony, the Chana Party the uh, pajama party really kicked off and then it just became about a sixteen hour orgy. Yes, exactly. It, it, it got actually, real dark yeah. real fast. It did. Oh yes. <laughs> um yeah, yeah, it, it turned into a lifestyle party right away. It was, it was pretty crazy. You knew it was. That's a DC way to say that. Yeah, <laughs> Mac was joking, but you know, a bunch of older ladies in pajamas in Vegas, it, oh, it's yeah. gonna get real freaky real fast. And yeah, now, shit's going you know. down for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, I couldn't understand why like there were so many like upside down pineapples and stuff, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? But <laughs> turned out it was a swinger party. There it is. <laughs> you know, next year, if, if you go back to defend your crown. Uh, if I may uh, slide a little entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial spirit to you, you need to have a VIP sexiest lips experience. Where oh, they're you know, selling it to them. Selling it to them, like we're after the party, you set up a little booth, like a little champagne room action, auto service, right? and just tell uh, Joy you'll do a sixty forty split with her, uh, <laughs> right? Where old oh, ladies come and kiss you. I'm the forty bucks a pop. Yeah, right. Oh yeah. oh yeah, she gets the sixty. Oh, Give me this yeah. is marriage, right? Well, listen, you'd be lucky if she lets you keep the forty. Right. Right? So, <laughs> Noah, Noah, we gotta market this a little bit. A sixty-nine thirty-one split. That's there what we gotta is. do. There it is. Good yeah, it's wonderful. You know, right now we don't make predictions. We're not a betting or gambling podcast, <laughs> but I'm gonna say right now. Gibby, you're the odds-on favorite for Sexiest Lips 2022 um, at the Thick Nation, which, by the way, I just joined uh, Thick Nation. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to be in there. I'm going to try to be a ringer. Right. Be very supportive of you as we uh, go forward in this. It's fantastic. And Thick Nation Radio, apparently, which if you don't believe, I'm going to watch this live stream all the time. <laughs> fucking raw. Listen, <clears throat> Noah, you got to be his hype man. Oh, like that. oh yeah. my God! You gotta, that's I'll be, what you really I'll give you stand still. I'll be the back and forth behind you. It's fantastic. That'd be awesome. Mm. But awesome. Speaking of which, guys, we do have a topic to talk about. It isn't just Gibby se- sexy ass lips. It is PC <laughs> gaming roots. Now, this is a super divisive topic amongst gamers because you have the PC master race on one side, and you have console diehards on the other. And then there are those of us that kind of fall in the middle. A good game is a good game. But those people are very unpopular with the two aforementioned camps. So here we are. And when I mentioned to a friend of ours that we were going to be covering a PC gaming uh, episode, and they are a very huge PC gamer, they started saying all kind of computer terms. And I have no fucking idea what they mean. And they're like, oh, you're going to cover this? And and, and I'm like, no, no. Uh, We're going to talk about Oregon Trail at some point. I guarantee that shit. That's going to come up. Yes. But so... Oh, oh shit. PC gaming. Yes. Oh, oh I boy. thought we were talking about politically correct gaming. Oh. Uh, <laughs> shit. No, not on this show. Fuck. Not, no. I was really confused. Well, I got it. Well, I'm just going to scrap all this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go back to the drawing board on this topic. Uh. So, so let's let's start. Let's start at the beginning of the conversation. Gentlemen. What is the first PC game that you ever remember playing? 
I'm gonna I'm gonna start with Jafar, birthday boy. What's the first one you remember playing? Yeah, so as a kid, the first one I played was Oregon Trail. Uh, but as an adult, the first one that I really remember playing was Mist. Uh, um, and that was right when I started getting into gaming. And I'm a hardcore console gamer. I dabble on the PC side, but uh, started out playing Mist and then got heavy into first person shooters with Doom and Quake and all of their predecessors. But that's where it started for me. Beautiful. I'll hop in here for the second one. My uncle had one of the first computers, the first computer I ever sat down at, and he was really, he was an accountant, but uh, he had this boxing game in the late 80s called Sierra Boxing, and it was like, you could be, uh, you could be a white dude, a black dude, an old man, or a kangaroo, and that was it. That was the four characters in the game, that was it, uh, but it was incredible to me. Uh, which started my love affair with boxing video games, though I can't take a punch to save my goddamn life. Uh, and that's the first game I ever remember. Mac. Well, as uh, as Jeff had mentioned, my my introduction to PC gaming was also Oregon Trail, um, and that was through my elementary school, uh, which was which was always kind of crazy to me that that you know we had a, we just had one computer room that had maybe. 15 computers in it and you you put the floppy disk in and everything and you know then we just kind of fucked around to see who could die of dysentery and you know try to figure out how many bags of flour you wanted versus how many bags of rice you know and, and see how far you'd go um but as as jeff had said um beyond that the very first one that i played was with our uh fellow aaron steinberg uh he was uh and and is still to this day my my pc gaming guru um, it was uh, Tie Fighter. Mm. You know, that was the that was the very first time that I I got to a computer to see that you could actually play games on it, and you know just flying around in a Tie Fighter and just blowing shit up. But it was it was completely just fucking mesmerizing that like you could do this, um, and uh, you know I I would think that that experience would have pulled me into PC gaming more, but again, just kind of to follow up on what Jeff was saying, uh, I've always been a, a, a much more of a hardcore console gamer than I've been uh, with PC for, for a number of reasons we'll probably talk about later on. But yeah, it was uh, TIE Fighter is the first one I really remember getting into and actually playing. Beautiful. Doc. Uh, so <clears throat> it's weird going back and, and, and trying to jog my memories. Like there's stuff I remember but then there are things that I forgot that I remember. You know what I mean? Uh, mm -hmm. So originally I started writing, oh yeah, like Oregon Trails, I remember, but then keep digging, keep scratching away and like there's like images of certain games. I'm like, well, this has to predate Oregon Trail. There's no way that it doesn't, right? So I'm gonna shout out to Johnson Elementary in Wolfensburg, Pennsylvania. Uh, so our library had all the computers and there are, Three games I remember. The earliest, like, I mean, bare bones memory is of this. It was a math game. Mm. It was like an educational game. And it was on an Apple II. All these games were on Apple IIs, right? And <clears throat> it was like uh, you had, there was like a client. I don't, it might have been like uh, After Rabbit, maybe. I can't remember the name of the game. But uh, so, like, you would add, like, there was like a clown on these boxes, and you, like, 
plugged in the correct answer and the, the cloud hop up to another box and just move right. around the screen. That's like the single earliest memory of a game that I have. That had to have been like kindergarten, first grade level of messing around with a computer screen. But then Oregon Trail, or as I like to call it, the Death by Dysentery Simulator. Um, <laughs> we all had experiences with that fucking game that I'm convinced no one actually beat because recess only lasts so long. <laughs> you can never actually get far enough in the game or you die. Uh, but the actual game that introduced me to competitive-minded gaming was also on the Apple II. Also around that same period of time was Tank Wars. Mm-hmm. You guys ever played yeah. Tank Wars? Yeah, that shit was mm-hmm. my jam, man. Like, I still think about... I never stopped thinking about Tank Wars because it was such a fun game. Like, you had to account for wind, which no one ever did because you're too young to really think about it. <laughs> you, you had, like... It, it was, like, the first game that I played was, like, multiplayer. You could, you know, play against the computer or you, you your friends would set up and be like six of you taking turns shooting like your little cannons at each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, had physics and like different types of bombs. And it was such a cool, fun game that we, I remember just spending multiple like snow days, but like we couldn't go outside and play during recess. We just go and play Tank Wars. Um, but yeah, those three experiences the mountain, Oregon Trail, which I don't have any positive memories of. <laughs> and tank wars uh, those are like my earliest memories at at school at home it's a different story altogether but we'll get there gibby what's the first pc game you remember sinking your teeth into um well while herb was saying that i did remember those kindergarten kindergarten classes of like the math games and the reading and stuff like that plugging into different things and making uh, different interactions um and that for me was like i think i was in like the holy rosary like, so that was like they did do that for like kindergarten i do remember that um but my first like conscious choice of something i wanted to play um it was a game it was a fake pac-man i think it was really pac-man but it was called cd man and i think it came out with like windows 95 or something it was like a windows 95 exclusive you know what i mean it was one of those things (laughs) it was nothing but pac-man but but just like really cool graphics you know what i mean like really you know when you back you see pc games like wow that's a PC game. It was like those type of graphics. You know what I mean? It weren't they weren't just pixels. It looked like like CG almost, if it was CG at the whatever CG yeah. was back then. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, they were like it was a 3D Pac-Man, but it was still a 2D game, it was still like a top-down type of thing. And he would die the way he would like open up and which was really like if you think of it, that was really gory. Like they literally ripped his fucking mouth open. <laughs> um uh, but then I want to say like uh, I don't know if I'm jumping ahead, but most of my earliest memories of like just playing real video games on PC will be over at Herb's house. Um, we used to play a lot of Jedi Knight. Like, well, the first uh, Jedi Knight when uh, after it was uh, what was it when, when what was it when it was just a what like Rebel Assault or something like that when he was just oh when it was uh, just first, Dark Forces yeah when it was, was just it Dark first Forces person. one or two was it. It, it might it have been two. One, it was the one where it started as a first-person shooter, and then you unlock the lightsaber. lightsaber. Oh my and god! It totally changed the <laughs> fucking game entirely. Yeah, which so I have a was... horrible story about that. We also get to that. Later. <laughs> well, you got. Uh, yeah, well, I think not. Not to hop in there, but you had you had Star Wars Dark Forces, and then you had right. Star Wars Dark Forces Two Jedi Knight or something along that's those it. lines. That's it. That's the one. Then, then you had. The then you had Star Wars Jedi Knight Two Jedi Outcast. Right or yeah. and which one was it? Which one was Academy? 
Uh, I think that's the next. That's the one because the first one I'm with you on that one. Outcast I, was the last story one with him, and then Academy you made your own person. Yes, went on your yes, own yes. Shout out to great. Cal Katarn, man. I also uh super super cool I, I also i specifically took all the best buy gift cards i had from birthday and christmas one year and i went to best buy and i got that game and a uh graphics card to play that game poorly that year <laughs> no. uh, i still didn't buy because i had no idea what the hell i was doing i'm in my late 30s now and i still have no idea what the hell i built for my gaming pc <laughs> but, but that being said that, ga that game was so fucking cool with yeah, the oh, throwing yeah. a lightsaber and the picking people. Oh god, I'm so fucking badass. Um, um so you so about playing with her though. Yeah, so, so most most of that, but if I if I to be completely honest, um I want to say like <laughs> my first real game was like it was a dumbass promotion. It was a fuck remember the AOL disc <laughs> that would come in the mail? Yeah, I do I ever. Yep. And one of them was a promotional one for Independence Day. And you you put it in it has the green screen and all that stuff. And you're in the hangar trying to figure out how to start the alien ship. Hated you it. Had, and, and fucking you had to hated move the, that game. Notes around and shit. It was there. so goddamn fucking hard. Oh, but when you fucking took off on that ship, once you figured it out, it like, that was like the best cut scene in the world. It was the, basically, it was the scene of them like taking out of the underground hangar in Area mm. 51. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, that was it for me. And then uh, we'll get into the good stuff later. Independence Day. You're gonna make me Google. I had an Independence Day game for one of the consoles. Probably Sega Saturn. Yeah, that was it was the Saturn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. God. So, I you know that's like back when when uh, ev not every goddamn flying game was Ace Combat. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. you still got away with having a, a really decent one. But that's that's badass. I remember the AOL discs. Those became coasters in my house for a while because they, <laughs> they showed up all the time. Mm -hmm. Right. Telling us something uh, they didn't even understand what they had, oh <laughs> especially when oh man, when uh, we'll get there. <laughs> oh no, no, no! What, I just what? hear. I'm sorry. Speaking of AOL, uh, my daughter, we just got Paramount Plus a couple months ago, and so mm. she's going through all the Nicktoons and Nickelodeon shows from the '90s, and she wanted to watch Double Dare. Mm. And I had it sent me on a serious fucking Google slash Wikibating frenzy because in one of the early Double Dares, one of the prize packages they give the kids is six months to America Online. And wow. this is from like 87, 88. <laughs> I had no idea that AOL was even a thing then. And it became, right. uh, it was, I, it became, I swear to God, I felt like I was investigating the Kennedy assassination. <laughs> I'm like, okay, wait a minute. So, so but here's, here's where it is. It was fucking crazy. But, uh, but so let's all go around here and I say, you know, Dave, you let off with TIE Fighter, so I'm with Steinberg. Um, did you have a PC in your house growing up that you could play games on? And when when did you first play a game, if yes? And if no, now, we're going to shame you for being poor. <clears throat> Keep going. Well, <laughs> uh, don't shame me. Shame Jimmy Mac on that one. <laughs> we will not. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't, I, wasn't, uh, I wasn't employed at that point in time. Uh, so we, we didn't have... We didn't have a PC in the house until I was probably, I want to say probably like, um, I think I was like 15 is when we first, when we got our first PC. Um, so my dad, um, as, as he's affectionately known around the world as uh, the incomparable Jimmy Mack, uh, my dad was a salesman and he was a salesman for a uh, computer software company. And uh, so my dad traveled all the time, but my dad's the one who had the computer because he would have the monitor that he would travel with and he would have a, I can't even remember if it was like something like a tower, if it was just like a laptop at that point in time. 
but like that was my computer for a really long time. Um, and then when like we started kind of gearing, oh, well, look, you can kind of have technology at home. We ended up getting a word processor at first. So, you know, no internet, just, just, there were a couple of little games and shit on there and, you know, being able to kind of type stuff. And I like to, I like to type stories. And that was always the big thing I would do. And my dad would bring his computer home is he'd set it up for him and I'd sit there all weekend and I would just kind of type up a story and then he would print it at the office and bring it home and stuff. So when I got a computer, when I was in high school, the, the first game, and, and this is kind of something that, uh, you know, we don't talk a lot about on the show, but I'm, I'm a, uh, I'm a sports guy, you know, and uh, it's not mm -hmm. usually one of the things we talk about, but it fucking blew my mind the first time that I played NHL at 96 on a computer. Because, you know, first off, Sega Genesis had hockey. Mm -hmm. Like, like even if you didn't like hockey, you probably played NHL 93 or NHL 95 or something like that on Sega. Uh, yeah. It was a great system to play it on. It was way better than playing it on Super Nintendo. And, you know, between myself and my brother, the fucking fist fights that broke out playing that game, the band moves <laughs> and the times that you hit reset, the times that people get thrown up into doors, you know, it was a bloodbath in that. Mm -hmm. And we would play whole tournaments like all day long. But oh, I got oh, give me breaking out. 97. <laughs> there it is. Beautiful. Yes. Oh, Absolutely. so good. Fucking literally. I still so I still maintain NHL 94 for the Genesis as one of the finest games to come out of the 90s period yeah. they just remastered yeah. it actually it's a uh, it's on the xbox um game pass well, it's on game all pass, the yeah. 94 uh sports games were great man 94 was always like the best that everyone to play yeah triple play triple yeah. play so Keep going. so but as we're going through the game it wasn't necessarily playing the game because i didn't have a controller you had to use the keyboard it was fucking confusing as hell but when you turn the game on because it was a computer and because it was a disc, there is a fucking montage that would play at the beginning of the game. And uh, I, I might have my year mixed up on the game, but it was one of the games in the late 90s. And it was the first time I heard Disturbed because oh, Disturbed was the fucking intro song to the game. And it was a two and a half minute NHL highlight reel of like great goals and saves and everything else. And I saw this and as, as a growing up as a, as a hockey person and everything else, it just fucking blew my mind because mm -hmm. I'd never seen anything like that because you didn't have that on console games or anything. Uh, and, and for me, that was like the draw to playing sports games on the PC was that, you know, it, it really changed how you played. You had all the different statistics and I'm a big stat nut. So, you know, I loved playing just to like rack up stats and accumulate numbers and like look at all the different shit that the other teams were doing. And, um, the playing the the NHL games on the PC was was really my draw into gaming once we finally had one. That's cool. good, man. Good man. Fuck. Yeah. So uh, Gibby has now now flexed about your gaming PC rig. Yeah. And when uh, we first met, you were very proud of your gaming PC rig as well. So why, why, why don't you tell us about when did you really bring PC gaming into your home and into your heart so um i'm you know again looking back on this uh i'm really lucky uh this is a shout out to my dad um who if it i'm actually more and more the older i get the more i'm 
convinced that had it not been for his influence, my dad was not a gamer at all. Like he used to play like Sega Genesis games with me a little bit. Uh, and then when I got to Nintendo 64, he couldn't wrap his head around the analog stick and he bounced out. That was the end of that. Mm-hmm. That's just, it, it, you know, that happens, whatever. But uh, he was never really a gamer, but he was big into technology, big into stuff like, you know, into computers. So I was very fortunate, uh, very, very fortunate to be uh, computer literate very early in life. Like before, when people I knew later on had like AOL, we had Prodigy before that in my household. I remember mm-hmm. very, 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 very little memories of sitting with my mom in our, because our PCs were always in the dining room. Uh, where like office and stationery was in the back of the dining room, um, and my, I would sit in like an armchair while my mom was on Prodigy, like surfing the web. I have memories of this before I knew what it was. You know what I mean? Um, but so we had a PC in our house, like late '80s, early '90s. Um, <clears throat> now we this is like Windows 3.1 days. Um, you know, so my first. A gaming experience at home, uh, I'm pretty sure, was my mom playing Mahjong uh, on the PC. Uh, but for me, gaming, specifically, one game comes to mind, and it took me fucking days to remember what it was called. I had the memory of the name. Hugo's House of Horrors was the game. Okay. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this <laughs> game before. This motherfucking game was well over my head and my sister. Uh, it was a shareware game. Shout out to shareware games. Um, so it's a it's a it's a text parser game, right? You know what a text parser game is like. You can control the character via the mouse or the D pad, but all the actions are via text box. You have to type in what to do, oh. and based on yeah, like facade. Like, Remember that game, facade? Yeah, uh, like like okay, because you're unlocking something I've always wanted to play in the movie Big. Yeah, with Tom Hanks, the fucking game that he plays in the beginning of that thing. As a kid, I'm always like, oh, I want to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, oh, so one of those types of games. That's bad. Yeah, so it was for for a nineteen. And the game came out about 1990, so this is probably about 91 or so, 92. When I this is like the first game that was my game that was like something that I pretty sure I didn't want, but my dad got it for me. <laughs> Um, so this game, right? So it's like this, it's like your, your name is Hugo and you're looking for your girlfriend, Penelope, and she's locked away in some haunted house by this mad scientist, right? So the beginning of the game is you're outside the house and you don't know what to do. It's, it's 2D side scrolling going back and forth. And I remember my sister and I spent an embarrassing long amount of time trying to figure out what to do because we didn't have a readme file. We didn't have instructions. We had no idea we were supposed to type anything into a box. So we're just going back and forth, going up to the door, coming away from the door, getting frustrated until I don't know if it was her. It had to be her. She was older. Screwed around and a little box came up and, and she started messing around with it only to find out that the pumpkin that's on the front porch, you're supposed to type in smash. You smash the pumpkin, a little bubble comes up saying there's a key inside the fucking pumpkin. <laughs> Who the fuck would have figured that out? Not Nobody. a fucking nine-year-old, I'll tell you that shit right now. <laughs> now I I played a I played a game similar to that growing up that was called Hugo's House of Horrors. Uh, um, and, and was that one or two or three? Uh it was two. You still had to get into the house because your girlfriend was abducted by the scientist, but it was a whole different game when you got in. Oh. 
But when you smash the pumpkin on the front door, instead of a bubble coming up about a key, it was just fucking Billy Corgan. (laughs) It was just so (laughs) random. I also thought about making a Billy Corgan joke, but he was on a roll. Uh, and that's good to cover up the human trafficking joke you just made as well. So, <laughs> so good for you. There's nothing you off of it. I was going to draw attention yeah. to that. Nice. Yeah. So that that whole period of my life, like like say like '89 to like '94 in PC gaming, was just shareware games and just stuff. My dad would go to like the at the Expo Mart Monroeville, the computer show and, and sale. He would go there and just get up like a fucking like little log load, mini long box of just diskettes of just games for my sister and I to play. And we would just play them. And most of them sucked, usually. Mm-hmm. But some would be kind of good. I couldn't tell you half of them anymore. But uh, but that did afford me to get comfortable with booting up games via uh, DOS, because that shit was really intimidating as a kid. You know, you have to type in commands and blah, 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 blah. Um, so yeah, I mean, that was my my at-home PC experience. Uh, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut the hard line at about 1996 because, well, that's a whole other animal. Mm, Jafar, when you when you come home with the game? Yeah, so uh, growing up, we didn't have a lot. Uh, we had most of the consoles, but we did not have uh, a computer. Um, and early on, like mid-90s, I think I was a freshman in high school when I I mean, I was doing art my entire life. And I knew that at that point when I started using computers in school that I wanted to go down the digital artist path, uh, which is where my career has led me. But so around then I convinced my parents that I needed to get a PC so I could, I was, I already knew Photoshop at that point. Like it was like Photoshop version two uh, way back when. (laughs) So, So at the time you couldn't just go online and build and order a computer you had to go someplace to do that. So mm. I remember my parents taking me to the gateway store. Oh to, my God. <laughs> to build a gateway computer, uh, fully customized. And I knew that like what the processing power had to be so I could do the work that I wanted to do, but also knowing that I wanted to play games on it as well. So right, right. I built out the computer, waited a few weeks for it to show up in the cow pattern box that it was fucking delivered in. <laughs> Forgot uh, all about that. Yeah. And so I put it together and and Mist came with it as a promo. And I mentioned Mist earlier. And so it's I don't even know what you consider it. An adventure puzzle game. Yeah. There's I think not that really, would literally be what you would consider. Yeah, it. yeah. Yeah. There's not really anything to do in it, but it looks at the time it looked fucking stunning. Um, and it I don't really think did. I ever, I don't think I ever actually beat it. I think I just dicked around and wandered through the worlds and half-ass figured out the puzzles that were there. But so in doing the research uh, leading up to us recording today, so Mist was actually the number one selling PC game of the '90s until The Sims came out in 2000. Wow, nice and and That's pretty I th- cool. And I think, like myself, a lot of people have played it, but I don't know if anybody's really. I hundred percent all the way through. All the way through. Definitely didn't beat that game. Yeah, yeah, but but that was real life notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was it was work. It wasn't really play, Uh, but it looked fucking great uh, compared to what we were getting on consoles at that time. So I think that was ninety six or ninety seven when I was a freshman. Uh, So that that's when I started down that path. Down down that path. Well, uh, well, Mist is actually the what led to me getting my first gaming PC rig, which was uh, 
my friend of mine, Mike, had two games that he wanted me to come over and watch him play. Right, because he had those friends. You're like, you can't play, but you can you watch. watch me play. <laughs> yeah, one was missed, which I thought was beautiful, but incredibly boring. Because the other game he had on a series of five floppy disks was Doom, and I was mm. like, that's that. Can we play the one where you shoot the monsters? And he's like, No, I, I've got notes to take. <laughs> look at on, this adventure. On, yeah. I've got notes to look at, take. Look at this. this looks, look, look at this. You can pull the switch, and then it doesn't do anything, and then you have to figure out why. And I'm like, That doesn't sound like fucking fun at all. It sounds like me trying to figure out how to work my basement lights. This, this, this isn't gaming. The fucking, the fucking demon shooting with a shotgun. Let's in a barrel. The barrel explodes. What does that do? Let me let me get on that. So, uh, my mom and my stepdad Steve. Uh, were you know they had you know nice trick to Steve. Steve Steve's a good guy Steve also recovering from COVID-19 mm. uh but he celebrated being free and clear by going on a cruise he booked three years ago that he's finally doing he's like so just fuck this so enjoy <laughs> tongue kissing everyone else if he's recovering from COVID this is the time that's the time to go on a cruise he's got fucking house money at that point yeah, yep if mm -hmm. you're if so you're if your immune system is that bad that you get covid a week after getting covid then you know <laughs> at that point go out go out the way you want to on a go boat right the way you want yeah because the cruise COVID. is the only real way you get dysentery not in the oregon trail so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway so i kept telling steve about this this fucking game too and i'm like you could pull up demons steve you could pull up demons and he's like i don't know and so he in turn oh that fell hello i gotta prop up because my my iMac brace is broken, but uh, Steve uh, then in turn pestered my mother, who I don't know. Uh, thankfully, um, Gibby, I don't know if you think you've ever met my mom and Jeff and Dave did, but they met a much more mellow Jackie. Mm. But Herb knows uptight Jackie mm -hmm. that is, that persisted, uh, and so you couldn't approach my mother for anything. It was like the dawn. You had to fucking have the consigliere go take your request <laughs> to her, you know. Uh, but Steve started pestering her. Uh, and they went to Comp USA and bought a family PC. Uh, and but Steve, and I love him. He listens to this podcast too occasionally, so he'll understand this. Didn't fucking understand what I that the game was called Doom. So he comes home with some sort of other first-person shooter, not Doom, Doom, Doom where you're fighting cyber demons. Uh, oh my god! And I was like, oh, and he's like, I got, I got the game. We're gonna do it. He sets it all up, and we go to play, and it's not this. Not doom, and I'm like, oh, what the fuck, Steve? <laughs> what the fuck, Steve? <laughs> but he really liked that game. What the fuck, Steve? But he could tell I wasn't. <laughs> I was disappointed. But this is where it gets really good. So Steve, though, instead of going to Comp USA and buying Doom, Steve went and bought Quake. Mm. Oh, and. I was like, okay, this is good. No, this that's is not. A, that's not a bad thing. Quake's good right. too. No, not, not <laughs> right. a bad. And and so Quake sat down in our dining room because i feel like you have to have your pc in your dining room right that's, oh, that's, that's where mine was a lot of room it's that's the room no one's in anywhere space. you know like when yeah. you just want to barely well, stand to be around each yeah other. you know give give you said it man like the computer couldn't be in my room mm. because mm. i i i'm the youngest of my siblings so my brother and my sister my mom never got on the computer, but my dad would go on every once in a while. So it's not like that thing was going to be in my fucking bedroom that only I was going to use it. If we're mm -hmm. spending all this fucking money, Everyone it's going to be in the dining room. It's got its own chair for family dinners yep. on Sunday nights. Yep. Like, that's how fucking important the computer was at that point. 
the computer in the 90s was very similar to how our grandparents treated their big console TVs that were like oh, yeah. a centerpiece <laughs> of a room. Everyone uh -huh. that came over, you had to make them yeah. walk past the computer to see them. Oh, we've got the America. We've got a computer. Yes. Yeah, they were about the same size. Too. Yes, yes. But anyway, so Quake. Quake, that was it. And, uh, and Quake, ironically, introduced me to Nine Inch Nails, which I've never recovered from emotionally or physically. Mm. But that game was so awesome and so violent with the lava monsters and the demons and all that shit. And that was um, that we were off to the races soon after the follower. Some some amazing some amazing games and such. And I, I rode that PC into the ground until I fucked it up irreparably with definitely not Internet pornography. <laughs> Uh, definitely was 90s. not LimeWire <laughs> or definitely, No, LimeWire no. uh, nothing to do with that. LimeWire came along and ruined the second PC. It was <laughs> it was discovering that at that time in my life with that PC into the ground uh, because they we, they had upgraded. This was back, you know. I'm sure we're not trying to flex. We're having uh, 500 megabytes in a hard drive was a big deal, you know. Yeah. Uh, so my mom got tired of us installing games on the family PC. My mother also, for anyone who doesn't know, everyone knows she's been on this fucking show, except maybe you, Gibby. She's a professional writer, so she needed a computer to write on to take it from word processor. So she got her own PC. So all of a sudden, the PC was fair game. And that went in my room, and then internet pornography began. And I fucking wrote that <laughs> thing in the ground. Uh, but but I also... Pictures of titties to load down. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, it, oh, my it's God. Almost at the, and, it's almost and, at the nettle. The nipple's right there. Oh! <laughs> Did you physically oh, penetrate that, like Sega Channel? Oh man, uh, give me that. Actually, that brings me to a question I have. Something <laughs> unless, uh, give me if Sega Channel. If there's a knock on your door, it's two thirty in the morning. It's raining. You open the door, and there, holding a bag of onion rings, is Sega Channel, and it's like fuck me, mm. and you get these onion rings. Would you fuck the Sega Channel? <laughs> what type of flashlight insert does it have? Oh, oh. Uh, I mean, you're actually using your coaxle. The actual where the coaxle. I don't know if I can make my dick needle thin to fit in there. <laughs> no, if you I, could, I, I, would you? I, I think you use the onion rings too, Gibby, to give a little extra, get a little extra heat there. Oh, um, based off of um love that I had for it as a kid, I would have to at least give it that one time, just because. <laughs> There it is. <laughs> there it is. All right. Doc, only you're because the it was like it had to happen. Fuck the Sega channel. I, you know, yeah, I have fucking standards. It's gonna send you text messages in the middle of the night, like you know, all spread eagle. Just a picture of the Sega channel's butthole saying, "I miss you. You up?" And one day you're gonna have to respond. Okay. Nope. Doc. Uh, Doc is always the voice of reason. Always. Yeah. You know, you know, you know. There's gonna be like one day, Doc is gonna just like get really fucking angry and just call up the Sega channel, and it's gonna be like a just a fucking anger bang, and he's gonna be thinking about you the entire time, Noah. Nothing. No, hate fucking. Just, just, just some hate fucking. This what you wanted. You had to know Sega. Oh my god. Oh, just, no, uh, and he just won't call Sega channel back for at least two years. <laughs> only, only when you've had too many beers. But uh, no, yeah, but anyway, besides the internet pornography, that PC also led me to discovering ROMs and emulators mm -hmm. and all the other, the early days of, uh, you know, the SNES emulators and, you know, Fire Pro Wrestling, having to find the English yeah. patch for it and stuff of that nature. So that was, that was all because Steve didn't remember that Doom was called Doom. 
and talk some sort of <laughs> cyber fucking game and that that led to all of that but gibby when did you first get a gaming pc in your home in my home um it was about it was late it was a couple years after i've been playing with herb and stuff like that um for me i want to say it was like 2002 like senior year in high school i've been always wanting to get a computer um i would always ask my dad to get one and then he had got sick and he was able to file for disability because he couldn't work anymore and because at the time I was under 18, I was also dependent in that. So as he was waiting for that claim to go through, they retroactively paid him once the, the, the claim went, came out. And as a teenager, I got my own check of like 10 grand. And my dad <laughs> being my dad, he's like, go ahead, do whatever you want with it. Like, don't stop it on one place. I'm like, sure. Thanks, dad. I'm do literally that. the next Thank day. I, I already had a bank account because I, I, I was working at the time. And um, the next day I'm in high school, I would go straight to the library. I think I skipped class or something. I, went, I go to the library, go to dell.com and I start, <laughs> building a, I start building a PC. And Dell has um, a gaming series. I think they're like the XPS or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, this was before the XPS, but it was that at that. It was like the Dell Dimension 3200 or something like that. And it came like after adding, I'm like, Two disc drive, DVD drive. Yeah, I put a DVD player or CD. It was like it was just like right. you know, burn, I need I need two so I could burn you know games and CDs and stuff. So I got two drives in there. Um, printer, let's throw in the printer. And so basically, it came to like twenty three hundred dollars at the end of the day. And I get it home, I get it set up. Um, funny because that's how naive I think we were in that time of as far as like what is the internet and who owns it. Uh, because I think we had uh, AOL, my dad had bought AOL, but we were also paying for Verizon DSL. <laughs> so if you have DSL, you don't fucking need AOL. Like, you don't but... need AOL. God damn it. <laughs> and we're paying this $13 a month for years. Meanwhile, we have internet already. Um, but I, I, I do miss the AOL days of the instant messenger. Like, you know, oh, Herb will tell awesome. you about the, you know, the, the, we had a lot of like groups. Uh, we met lifelong friends on there. I, I feel like Noah, somehow that came from AOL, us, you being in our life as well. Um, Possibly. Uh, and I'm Technically. Sure if yeah, I will say, Scott. I, I was going to say Scott. Exactly. We, we yeah. rode that's the bus off the carrot. And I think I did meet your mother that day uh, because Drew stepped on a nail, a rusty nail. Yes. And that was it. <laughs> oh, that's what uh, did. Listen. Oh, yeah. Shout out to oh, that okay. Yeah, that day. So I'll drink to so, that. Okay, you know what? I'll tell the fucking story in about thirty seconds. <laughs> That's because it's amazing. So how and we're gonna do a podcast uh, in greater detail on this. But how I came to be a part of Doc's life was through I responded to an ad on the internet for someone looking for. <laughs> that just sounds funny, right there. Uh, I know it's just, it sounds dirty. Like I am so glad that I wasn't molested because I responded to this ad on the internet uh, for uh, wrestling. Uh, for people looking for wrestlers. And so they were having a meeting and I went to this meeting and there I met uh, Doc with that story to be continued at another time. Fast also, forward. That also later. sounds like a gangbang after a uh, <laughs> yeah. ceremony in Vegas. There, if you tell anyone this story that takes place in 2021, they fucking is what it is. There's a lot of protein being thrown around that story, but oh. there was none. Just a bunch of awkward teenagers all independently in the Eminem at the time. Uh, that, no that, one really, really known. That room just uh, looks like a Jackson insane. Pollock with a black light. But, uh, but, a mutual friend of ours, uh, Scott at the time, uh, 
was decided that he was going to build a wrestling ring in his backyard. Mm. Uh, and he had all of this lumber <laughs> with some nails through it in and the rusty backyard. Rusty nails everywhere. Rusty nails everywhere. It was fucking wonderful. And uh, we're all standing around for this meeting at this place, which a lot of meetings very rarely ever things ever happen. And Drew's standing there. My brother Drew, also a frequent listener to this podcast, is going to be really glad I'm telling this story. And Doc comes up. And if you've ever been handshaked or give it a pat on the, pat back, on the or back, a high five from the, a dog. They come with a little bit of thunder. They do. Because you know, he's a very serious man. He goes begging to go or go home. And his greetings are the same way. And he comes up and pats Drew right on the back. But Drew, being <laughs> significantly younger and smaller than the rest of us, well, uh, stumbles probably 70 forward. pounds at that point. Man. <laughs> yeah, stumbles forward and right onto a rusty nail sticking <laughs> out of a board. Uh and uh, the look of guilt crying. that came across. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. You're. you're oh, crying. it was terrible. But all yeah. the way through his foot. I don't know why um, I'm cracking up at that. Like, wait a minute. This kid. He was fucking freaking out. <laughs> yeah. Sixteen-year-old kid with a with a, a nail through his foot. Doc felt terrible. Ambulance came to take Drew uh, to the hospital, and 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 my mother. Uh, now. They will never admit this. Drew will admit this, but my mother will never admit that. That Drew is her favorite of all of us. <laughs> so I could. It, I broke my nose twice in three months, and uh, she told me, "Well, I'm not taking you to the hospital. There's nothing I can do for you." And I got like a terrible infection. And to this point, now every time it gets colder, my my entire face aches, and they have to adjust. Every time I get a new pair of glasses, they have to adjust for the mm. large lump in the middle of my nose, which is red to this day, because my glasses sit right on the break. But uh, but Drew gets a nail through his foot and my mother starts like bawling like she just watched her son get taken away by the Nazis, you know, I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's how you met her. Uh, here's a fun story that no one ever knows. Um, when Drew was in the hospital, he, they gave him sedatives for his foot and he started saying really mean shit to me when he was in the hospital. So I walked up, he's in the hospital room and I slapped him. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 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 yeah, that's love. <laughs> in the hospital room, it's what's all bandaged. Open hand slapped him. And oh, him <laughs> oh shit! But um, yeah. So that's the AOL part. Yeah, that's I, I miss that stuff. But as far as like the gaming part of having that PC, um, I think a lot of it. Because I didn't know what to really do. I think I, I stumbled down the sh- uh, Bear Share uh, Kazal Morpheus days. You oh, know. Um, oh, fuck Morpheus. Bear I forgot about yeah, Morpheus. Yeah. I, I, I downloaded a bunch of stuff off of there. Um, and as far as gaming, like it was a lot of going to GameSpot and downloading demos. Uh, I would play the Thief demo a lot. I would play um, Need for Speed Underground demo. Or there was like a drag, like it was just a drag racing game. It wasn't even Need for Speed. It was like, custom racer drag or some crap like that um but the first real game um was for me that made me serious in the pc gaming was uh rainbow six three raven shield uh um, i used to play rainbow six with jones um but we'll uh, we'll get i'm pretty sure we'll cross that bridge we'll talk about that that. oh yeah um but rainbow six three from comparing to the first game it completely yeah, overhaul. It was a whole new game. It was fucking awesome. Um, and I played the demo, and I remember catching the bus to Squirrel Hill going to um, Electronic Boutique. It used to be in Squirrel Hill. 
and buying Rainbow Six Three Raven Shield and taking it home, only for it to like run like shit because you know <laughs> it was a newer game. So it it ran, but everything was low quality. Like the textures were all bumpy. That, um, but if if that game could be remastered, like to me, everyone likes to say Vegas was their favorite Rainbow Six games and stuff like that. Rainbow Six Raven Shield, uh, like the the competitive. Uh, that was the first time I joined a clan. I used I, I discovered TeamSpeak, um, clan battles, and I had to try out for this clan. Like we would, they would like you can't oh. die. You gotta know the routes and stuff and the paths and. Uh, it was so good. Um, it brings back memories. That's that playing that game introduced me to happy hardcore music. So I used to listen to Dune while I would play that game all night. Um, that that just brings so much joy and memory back to me. But uh, so yeah, Rainbow Six Three that was my first introduction to having my own PC, um, and that's also what created me to have like a large music library on my computer because I don't remember. Um, with uh, I guess they were Comcast by then. They used to have the the uh, music choice channel, like yeah. or you can go like to the mm-hmm. all the way at the end. And they had different things, and that's when I discovered um, dance music and house music and stuff like that. So I was I hear a song and I would write it down. I had a big legal notepad and I would just write songs down, and I had like all these like pages of songs, and then I would just go on the Morpheus or Kazal and put a rubber on my on my computer. And try to help not get sick, <laughs> and um, just download tons of music. But yeah, um, after that, I mean, I'm here now. Uh, I don't know if you want to talk about what we're running with, but that was my intro for Very PC nice. gaming. Now, before we get to what we're doing now, if we are doing anything now, uh, listen, there's a there's a lot of we're, we're all kind of leaving off in the early 2000s, late 90s uh, in mm. Doc's case. Uh, and, and that's a lot of years, 20 years between then and now, at least. So we could keep talking about our progression, but what I'd like to do is do what we have not done since the Nintendo 64 episode, which is just to shout things at each other and then react like, oh shit, that's my favorite <laughs> or not. Uh, no, we were wasted when we did the Nintendo 64. It was episode. rough. We were, nightmare. we were so drunk. So but, drunk. Uh, speaking, but, speaking of wasted, since it was my birthday, I just poured my shot. Myself hey. a shot of crown. Hey. So cheers. Happy no, birthday. Cheers to you, sir. Happy birthday, sir. You take your CM Punk swig of that Pepsi, Dave, and you fucking love it. <laughs> uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say some games, and you know, I think we should go around here mm. and name some PC games. Or if you're one of the rare Mac players, fuck you, but go for it. Uh, and name a game that you first off that you my like. entire life I'm a Mac player. So <laughs> yeah. shut up. Oh, oh, yeah. All right. Well played. Yeah. Mac. Well played. Well Thank played you. Mac. Or being played Mac, which is you know <laughs> that also that also. But <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll just go around, right, we'll talk about it, see what comes up, and then by the end we'll get to what we're doing now. Um, but it, we talked about it earlier, and you, Gibby, with your music. The mm. first game I ever figured out a way to import my own custom music into was The Sims. So and you could add into a folder and then pull it up on your radio in the sim. So I was doing the same thing in 2000, 2001. Uh, I would make a playlist in my Winamp music player, Winamp. right? Yeah, Winamp. It really visualizers and shit. Yep. Uh, where everyone had their custom skins and shit, and uh, and then I would import it into the Sims and never really play the game, but uh, a try to figure <laughs> out how to make them naked and b. Uh, just build a bunch of houses, naked houses. Yeah, and, and Sims Sims has an important place in 
you know, the all, overall legacy of PC gaming, mm-hmm. good, bad, or indifferent. Uh, over the entirety of all the iterations of The Sims that have come out, you know, in the 2000s, it was the top selling game. It brought in casual gamers. Like before that, you were you were either a gamer or you weren't, but it brought mm-hmm. in, you know, the casual younger player, female players, et cetera. So it has an important place in the overall, you know, legacy of PC gaming. But I never really got into it. I I dabbled in the first Sims. And I think the next time I played it was maybe like Sims 4, something like that. But I think the the appeal of just trying to live someone else's life that wasn't yours, I think is what draw a lot of gamers in. And I mean, you see that. Yeah, you see that in what's in VR right now with Oculus. Like it's basically the real life version of Sims beautiful beautiful yeah I, I i have a sidebar about the sims and, and i know uh anthony here will appreciate this um i said my dad was not a gamer uh neither was my mom at all however uh we turned her into a goddamn gamer because yeah. yes indeed uh, we, uh, when sims was all about that shit back back in the, those days our day when we didn't have youtube trailers and things to look at we, we relied yeah. solely on word of mouth, what we saw at the store, and GamePro. And that was pretty much mm-hmm. fucking it. Also, um, Electronic so... Gaming Monthly. EGM. Don't you say that. Don't you say that. Represent EGM. Yeah. I'm a GamePro <laughs> guy, personally. But EGM was good. I picked them up on occasion. But yeah. I, you know, some games, you're just like, oh, there's like a, you know, a 10-page spread preview about a game. You're like, holy shit, this mm-hmm. looks pretty fucking good. And you would read the article 20 fucking times mm-hmm. and a little extra detail maybe you missed. So I got Sims, and I was all about it. And uh, Anthony and I played it all the time. And uh, our friend, our mutual friend Erica, who most of you have met, played mm-hmm. it all the time. My mom was curious about this game. And, like, I showed her how to play it because she was just, like... It, like it was a very casual, friendly experience. And so I remember the first time I came home, my mother was fucking playing the game. I came home from school and I'm just like, oh, okay, well, I'll, I'll jump on. I got homework to do anyhow. I'll be back later. You, bet, you better be later. off when I'm done with this homework. Yeah. <laughs> and so like, I, you know, and then like I come back later on and she's off doing whatever and I'm playing the game and this started happening more and more. I'd come home from school or um, and then it started happening randomly on a weekend. I'd just come downstairs because those the still the family PC, and she'd just be the game. And I'm mm. like, you can't tell your mom to get the fuck off the computer. So <laughs> yeah. she only gave birth to you, so you're yeah, gonna she, fucking eat that shit. Made you. Yeah. yeah. So I just dealt with it, and then eventually, over time, she just took it over <laughs> and just kept playing the fucking game. It was, it was her and game I at that point. Re- it, it was officially her game at that point. She's I like, was look at me. playing it on occasion. I am the captain. It got now. to the point yeah. she started buying all the fucking expansions for it. Like mm-hmm. she was in it. Like she was in it. And I was so proud of it because it was like, yo, my mom's a gamer now. Yeah. She's that's yeah, awesome and i even she like, was better than us towards that like, game she, yeah she was because she was an adult <laughs> the, houses, the fucking houses she would make yeah like we much better fucking... than we ever would be but uh, it, it was cool like it was such a it was, it was sims is a really important game like you said jeff and it was like just watching somebody who had zero interest in anything related to that type of medium to get so engrossed and to the point like 
you know, towards like the end of her life, like she still was buying Sims games, like and buying expensive and playing them when she had the energy to do, which was just fucking. That to me is like that's the power of gaming, right there. Yeah, like, that's super cool. You know, just to sit down, just dig in, and just kind of forget about shit going on in your life, and just have a good time and laugh and have a good time. But uh, that's my Sim sidebar. Fucking shout out Sims, man, because that game, that franchise is amazing, actually. Yeah, I used to download back in the day. I downloaded the WWE skins. I had like mm-hmm. Triple H skin, a Rock skin. Kane, China, like, oh, they would be Kane. walking. Yeah, fucking seen Kane walking around the neighborhood. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so good. I got, a, I got a quick Sim sidebar too. Uh, so it's funny. So my wife is a gamer. We've covered this on, on the video. But the one thing that scares her, she's avoided for most of her life, is PC gaming. Because she grew up with her brother, our uh, her brother, my brother-in-law, huge PC gamer, huge gamer in general. But he's the kind of guy that builds PC. He built my gaming PCs because he enjoys doing it. And they grew up with like a lot of the MS DOS point and click games. I mean, this is the type of era like Escape from Monkey Island was like towards the end of my wife's PC gaming time. And she avoided all of it in general. Uh, and then last year for Christmas, I got her a nice laptop. Well, this year for Christmas, my brother in law upgraded that shit <laughs> so that she could get on Steam. And my mm-hmm. wife um, got the first thing she did with her Steam gift card and her thing was pay for and download The Sims 4. Uh, and it has been a fucking miracle to watch this woman who has no idea what the hell is she doing trying to live her life in The Sims, right? And she's like broke. Her lights are getting shut off. She's fucking, <laughs> some, mar- she, she's, she's, she's fucking some married dude and got pregnant from him. And now it's forced him to leave her, uh, leave his wife to, to live in this rundown house with no lights on her. And I'm like, so it. you you upgraded your PC uh, to become white trash on a computer. Like, that's what you got going on. Like, where's the meth addiction? So it's kind of meth completely So it's funny. Right now, literally, she's probably sitting upstairs, getting like just sleeping with the neighborhood, you know, uh, just ma- <laughs> making the rounds, being a village woo-hoo. bicycle. Uh, yesterday, she accidentally raised half of her house, like so high up from other parts that she couldn't get in the rooms, and the other half so low that she couldn't, but she didn't know how to put steps. It's fucking amazing. It's mm-hmm. fantastic. It's just it's that's the sidebar. So Sims keeps giving, it keeps right. bringing people mm-hmm. together. Uh, another thing that I think is one of the when we talk about great PC games, we don't really mention it, but I think everybody has sat down with it at one point. Uh, is Roller Coaster Tycoon? That was what I was going to bring up. Yeah, yeah Mac, yeah. what are you a fan of the Roller Coaster Tycoon, the RCT? I, I, you know, as I again, I kind of stuck more with the console games around you know the two thousands. I didn't really have a computer that was designed for playing games. So, but I had an Xbox and I had a GameCube, and you know, I was I was playing all the all the different games that were coming out for those. Um, but I did really get into Roller Coaster Tycoon, and just the 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 the. the just building the most ridiculous fucking roller coaster you could come up with with the absolute biggest hill and the biggest drop and seeing how many people, you know, would either get sick or, you know, could fucking die because the roller coaster would just go off the tracks and everything. The appeal to that to me was just great. I never really gave a shit about how good my theme park was doing as much as it was the draw of the roller coasters and how many people could I mutilate along Mm -hmm. the way. Yeah, I, mean, I, geez, I, I think for it. that it was it was the thrill of the build, you know what yeah. I mean? Oh, absolutely. And, and there are so many different iterations of the tycoon games: railroad tycoon, roller coaster tycoon, city tycoon, whatever. And and roller coaster tycoon really paved the way for that. 
and mm-hmm. it was just fun just to fuck around, you know, like not really caring about what the overall objective of the game was, which was how do you improve customer satisfaction and park attendance at your theme parks? Shit. Like nobody cares. Mm-hmm. Let's just build this ridiculous fucking roller coaster all the restrooms and out see and how many people we kill. Yeah. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Uh, my father um, discovered PC gaming around this time. As we've established, my dad's a big gamer to this day. Uh, he actually is in quarantine because someone else in his house has COVID right now. And he's been playing Far Cry 6, like religiously, oh. to the point where he's dreaming about the game. <laughs> uh, he called me and he, he wasn't, he's not quite sure, like, what was Far Cry and what was just the dream. <laughs> and so, but he doesn't want to spoil it. It's, a, it's, been a, it's been a mess of a conversation. But he loved Roller Coaster Tycoon, and that opened, as you said, the gate to other tycoon games. Now, my dad was a railroad guy. He worked for the railroad. He retired from the railroad. Mm. Uh, but he would come home from his long day. The... So he discovered that he could set his Roller Coaster Tycoon park up to kind of run on auto, and then he'd go to work. And then he'd get up and come home from work uh, at night because he's in uh, work overnight. And his park would have made an absurd amount of money and he would have completed the objective. And then he quit and then he load railroad tycoon, which made no fucking sense to me. <laughs> like, you know, if you make light bulbs for a living, why would you be play light bulb simulator when you came home from fucking work? Especially if you complain about work that much. But it well, did open. Maybe that's like, what he was doing. He was he was making everything right in the simulator, like this is how it should be done. Yeah. Like not, not like how they fucking up at work. Fucking damn Jerry. Running this railroad, <laughs> the wrong way. all the people he hates in the games and lays them on the tracks. <laughs> yeah, just Fuck a sidebar it. to that. Like, so my my daughter got an Oculus for Christmas, Ooh, and nice. I'm like, whatever game you want to download, go ahead and download it. She's like, first game I want to download is Job Simulator. And I was like, why the fuck uh, do you want to okay. be an adult in VR? Like working in real life sucks. And she's like. <laughs> She's like, no, it's super fun. She's like, you wouldn't understand. And I was like, I do understand. I watch <laughs> it it's not fun. <laughs> Literally any other game. And, and so that was understand. the game that she got uh, first. And she plays it all the time. And it's actually uh, really fun. But uh, I was just like, this is that. so absurd. <laughs> uh, I have an idea. not, uh, And it's going to feel weird fo- using this joke to follow up the fact that your daughter got an Oculus for, for Christmas. <laughs> so I'm sorry. But I have an idea for a new gaming rig. So from the makers of the Oculus Rift comes the Coculus Rift. And (laughs) (laughs) you put the helmet on, it just shoves a dick in your mouth. Jesus. Uh, Available at GameStop near you. Uh, That escalated quickly. The Coculus (laughs) Rift. (laughs) <laughs> well, there's that. Oh, 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 that's a t-shirt right there. Oh. So, so in, uh, in the vein of, 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 of throwing names out into the void to see if there's a reaction, I'm going to throw a name out in the void. The first CD game I ever owned was also the first uh, PC game I ever bought with my own money. Uh, Duke Nukem 3D. Oh was like the holy grail of games I should not fucking play. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it was, the only reason I even knew it existed was gaming magazines. The only reason I knew it existed. And just right. like the, all the buzz around it and how like the half naked ladies and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh yep. my God, and I was far, this is like 1990, like what, six? 97, mm. somewhere in there? Yeah, 96. Yep. So I, I didn't get it until like maybe 97. 
I, I, I got Duke Nukem right before I met you, Gib. Like, right before, like, the year mm-hmm. before. So. I remember playing it at the And the only reason I was able to even get it is I went with my dad to the computer show and sale. And I convinced him, like, here's my money. I want to buy this game. <laughs> and he didn't question a damn thing. He should have, but he didn't. <laughs> he said, okay, sure. <laughs> I fucking bought this fucking game. I was, like, I was coveting it so much in the backseat of the car on the yeah. way home. I could not wait. He's like, he's like, what is this MA rating on the front? Oh my god! I'm not really sure Mm-mm. what to do with that. Not question any of that. Nothing. No. No. And he, I they, yeah. yeah. He, he should have. But uh, that was I, like that was such a good fucking fun game to play. Also, it ran really well. <laughs> also convinced my mom and my stepdad to buy me Duke Nukem 3D at CompUSA, and they absolutely should never have done that. But that asked the segue question, and Gibby, I want you to take point on this one because to me. That's the first instance in all the video games that I can remember, Duke Nukem 3D, being the first time that tits became a part of gaming. And, you know, when you're a young man starting in like, then you try to right. start to find a way to insert as much tits and nudity mm-hmm. and sex in our games. And for you to try to make games that should not have tits or nudity right. and sex, have them in there. Well, you figured not too long after that, we were introduced to Tomb Raider. You know what I mean? That was like 95, 96. Yep. And. Mm-hmm. That's a great point, but I do want to I, I do want to jump back to Duke Nukem to being that's one of the games to me that you heard so much about it and so much craziness about it that when you actually see it, it's not that bad, and you're like, it's pretty tame. Tense. Like, where's, yeah, it's yeah. like where? Because I remember sitting with you in the living in the dining room on a computer, and we're like, uh, maybe there's a maybe there's a code we got to put in to really get the titties. <laughs> The big deal was yeah. that she had tassels on her tits. You know what I mean? She yeah. had pasties mm-hmm. and she would shake them and they held to the king, baby. And, like, and we're just yeah. like, that was a good dude. But we, we thought nice. it was great, but we thought there was more. Just the way that you know, the, the, the articles always made it to be that there was just, he should not play this game. So him well, cussing just a little bit and go ahead. Before before Duke Nukem, like the most adult, because look, let's not pretend like there weren't adult themed games mm-hmm. before Duke Nukem, right? There was Laser Shoot, Laser Shoot Larry. Larry was a thing before that. Uh, now I never played them, but I knew what they were. Right. I knew that they were not for me. <laughs> they were for my parents if they played games. Right, and, right. And, but but I don't even know how far uh, that series even went. Um, but I don't know if Duke Nukem got close to it or went over it or Fantastic. how much gratuitous <laughs> did it. Leisure Suit Larry, I you had to get laid, right? Larry. I had it after the the Duke Nukem 3D thing because that started my quest for tits in games. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because as a, as a teenager, pixelated titties are still titties. Yeah, oh, yeah. any That's titties. Right. Listen. You were, watching Scramble, you were watching Scramble Spice Channel. Oh, yeah, that's right. To help We've all been there. Nipples. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a, there's a whole thing, like channels 98, 99. You just <laughs> go down on there and you just wait. Go up into your little 13-inch TV in your room. You shut Squint, the door. You're squinting your eyes. Accidentally, yeah, accidentally. Get really? Right. In front of the door. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking with the bunny ears, like trying to get the static <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So looking, and you start moving your head with the squiggle. Right. Like, <laughs> like, waving side to side and shit. Yeah, but yeah, so I ended up going to Raid in the Laser Suit Larry games after Duke Nukem on that quest. And uh, you, the, the most racy thing is hey, a bunch of jokes that, especially mm. when you're a teenager, you don't quite get. Like, how did they make a sex joke about the Dewey Decibel system? They did. Well, it didn't really <laughs> land. But you could eventually, at the end of the game, the whole point of it 
was a bunch of other characters are implied to be fucking off screen, but you could then fuck off screen, uh, which is like the whole the whole concept. But the game is it is a metaphor for being a grown ass man that the entire game leads you on this quest thinking you're about to get laid at any moment. But then hours and days and months go by and it still hasn't happened. And then when it ultimately happens, you're like, well, what the fuck just happened? You know, like a post-nut clarity kind of thing. Right. That's And that's what leads. It was preparing us. We didn't know. It was a life lesson. So like, ultimately, you're going to have to work harder mm-hmm. for this yeah. than you think. And you're yeah, going to spend just, a lot of money. It's a setup for disappointment. That's mm-hmm. all it was. Yeah, the way you're describing that, Noah, reminds me of like my like mid-20s. <laughs> I've been in my mid-30s and I've been married for my entire <laughs> You know? Like I gotta fucking have have like request requisition forms filled out like it's a fucking military supply office. Like, hello, love. I would like to request vaginal access today. It's like a uh, request denied. Uh consult a superior. Um, like, oh, I, I, oh. I, I, I filled <laughs> consult I filled out the paperwork, the requisite forms have all been filed, signed, <laughs> signed in triplicate. So Oh. Back to titties in video games. Um, oh, yes, a little somewhat of. A, I'm gonna get my first sidebar. Um, I download on, on P, well, it's PC game related because I download something only something you can only get on PC. It's called Launchbox. Uh, we talked earlier about getting ROMs and emulators and stuff. Mm-hmm. This is the mother load of emulators. I have a 5.4 terabyte build of games. Well, shit. Holy yeah. Shit. So when you guys come over one day, we'll hook it up to the TV and we'll actually play every fucking game you can think of. Um, <laughs> it's all there. It's all there. It's my first time, and this was my first time actually being. Well, no, that's not my, that's not true. I did play Demolition Man and Electronic Boutique on the 3DO, but I would I was able to. I have the whole 3DO library on my computer. Fucking nice. 3DO, Jesus! I did not God. know. <laughs> I did not know, and I would have loved to have been fucking. Uh, 12 year old kid having a 3D because if I would have known this existed, I would have been jacking my little dick to this game. <laughs> <laughs> Vivid Entertainment had a contract with 3D. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. I look up Blonde, I want to say it's Blonde Justice. Vivid Entertainment, Blonde Justice. It was, uh, yeah, Blonde Justice 3D. Um, it was basically just a movie you're just watching. You don't even interact at all. You you can't even like really tell, give her choices or anything like he that. He's looking it up as we, I can see it in his <laughs> eyes. <laughs> and, and it's classic. Look at his face. It's classic. You can see it's classic. <laughs> oh, this is just this is like that. What game did I have for the Sega CD where it was the shitty ba- night shift or something? Night shift. Night, night, night trap. trap. Night oh, trap. I remember this night trap. I had night trap. That this is what I wish night trap was. Like <laughs> right, that's what you thought it was going to be. Go on. So. So the, Choose your own so yeah, so, Viv, so yeah, Vivid Entertainment. And I, I want to say someone else. They had a contract with 3DO, and there was like some like slot machine games, puzzles, um, and even there was like Jap- There's this one Japanese game on there. I'll stream it for you guys one day. Um, where you're like a peeping tom. You're like looking through a keyhole, and it's like a little keyhole, and, and like the girl's getting dressed. And you see her nipple. She's like, oh, that's good day. And she starts speaking Japanese and shit. Like. Oh my God. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> And, uh, but oh, yeah, so God. and but yeah, it's, it's yeah, good stuff. Yeah, titties and gaming has been around since I was like 94. So, yeah, if I was a 10 year old kid with a 3DO, 
Man, I'm sure my dad would own the games. I would have to pull him out the same, <laughs> the same. I would have had to pull him out the same block drawer as as his tapes and yeah. magazines and stuff. But I'm sure he would have had those damn games for yeah, sure. You're like, I learned it from watching you, Dad. I right from you. <laughs> well, oh yeah. <laughs> you can ask her. My teenage years, it was just me and my dad, and sometimes my cousin Charles was around. And literally, it got to the point to where I didn't even hide porn anymore in my house. Like I just had on my dress, there was just tapes stacked up. And because it's I just, messed up in school once, my cousin Charles took all my tapes. He's like, you know what? I'm taking these. You'll get them back when you get your grades up. You know, people <laughs> take video games. I'm taking your porn. When you get your grades better. <laughs> you can get these back. He gave me no fucks. Oh, and I never, I never got those back. I and I'm mad because so well. no. Charles. Here's, and here's the I want my DVD. It was a double-sided DVD. Remember they came out with those in the uh, early yeah. 2000s. And one of them, I'm, I swear to God, it was the best thing in the world. I can just, um, <laughs> one side was just literally three hours of trailers. And I'll never forget, oh no, my <laughs> asshole's on fire. That trailer was so good. <laughs> that was the, I never made it to the full movie, the trailers. But yeah, that's, yeah. Oh, man. That's oh. amazing. Oh, no, that's amazing. No, uh, uh, first of all, we'll we'll do a side conversation. When we run real dry on content, we'll, be, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll do an episode on when we were absolutely positive that our dads eventually figured out how to use the family <laughs> PC for porn. Uh, that's an entirely separate episode that everyone's got a story about. Yeah. <laughs> in the fucking dining room. Oh, in the fucking so dining God. room. Yeah. You oh, open your door to take a piss in the middle part. of the night. You just see the door. <laughs> you just see you just see a blue hue coming from the room. <laughs> but uh speaking of nondescript VHS tapes full of porn, uh a certain older gentleman who is related to me that listens to this podcast had some of those. And I've always wondered, like, how many times has someone's Mom or grandma found that box of unmarked VHS tapes and maybe put them out at a yard sale and somebody oh, comes home listen. and it's like gaping assholes for you know they <laughs> <laughs> bought listen, for 50 cents. Yeah. Listen, when it comes to nondescript VHS tapes, I have I've got the story that beats everybody on this one. Um so uh early 20s, I had a job as a lifeguard and I was lifeguarding in an apartment building downtown. And, uh, you know, I know, Jeff, you came down at some point. Jones, I know you stopped down there at some point. No, I don't know. I, I don't we know if you ever then when Wars. I was working, but when we were down there for Star Wars, right? So in this, um, this swimming pool was the greatest job ever. It was five feet deep. No kids lived at this property. I was basically there because the county said I had to be. Mm. Greatest job ever. But, you know, there'd be points in time during the day when if it was cloudy or if it was raining, we would have to lock the pool, but they would have to find something for me to do. So inside uh, this apartment building, which is which was a luxury apartment complex, uh, there's a common room, like and a the common house. room, like yeah. a clubhouse, and had a yeah. kitchen. Uh, it had a, a library of, of VHS and DVDs that residents could come down and grab and everything. There was a pool table in there. And in fact, uh, when episode three came out, we booked the clubhouse for the for the evening. And did a whole Star Wars marathon. We watched episodes one and two, went to the theater to go see three, mm. and then went back to the clubhouse and watched four, five, and six until dawn. Yeah. Now, 
I'm going. Uh, it was one day in the summertime. It was raining. Not a single woman was present, Gibby. And, and the greatest <laughs> shocker of all time. No. Yeah. To, to the surprise of no yeah. one. Well, Melissa went to the movie. She did. She did. She didn't come to our clubhouse. Yeah, she didn't come to the clubhouse. No, we got no time no for allowed. that bullshit. We even had a cake made for Darth Vader to celebrate his birthday. We actually That's had awesome. a Darth Vader cake. So it was one of those days when it was overcast. And was it raining hard? Because if it rained really hard, I'd go home. And there's no need for me to be there. But it was just one of those on again, off again things. So I'm in the clubhouse and everything, and I saw that the VHS light was on in the in the on the TV. And I was like, "Well, that's kind of weird." So I like go and I, you know, saw that there was a tape, uh, and there was a case there, and it was kind of a nondescript case. And you know, I kind of hit play on the on the VCR, and there's a a woman. And she's fucking taking a shower and she's all, and she's all, you know, soapy and everything. And she was pregnant. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, what the fuck is this? Awesome. So I, 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 I stopped the tape and I hit eject and I grabbed the case. And as I go to put the VHS into the case, a picture falls out. And the picture was of the woman grabbing her tit squeezing breast milk into her mouth and it was signed to one of the residents who was living at the property wow. and i'm like holy shit so <laughs> i grab the tape and i go and i take it to to um. the managers and they go where the where, like where did you find this i'm like you fucking know about this oh. he's like <laughs> I was like, did you leave it in the VHS? Like, fuck, did we leave it in the VHS? So, like, apparently they ended up, like, getting it somehow or, like, somehow got, like, mixed up with something and they kind of knew about it but forgot to grab it. And that whole experience has been, like, fucking singed in my mind since I was, like, like, 21 years old. It's just that picture of her just shooting breast milk into her mouth. I'm like, people are fucking into this? Yeah. You know, everybody's everybody's into, yeah, everybody's you, into something. Yeah, it's serious. You, you yeah. don't fucking know until you know. But that's Years crazy. Later, it would be that be... early to see. That's like, what's that movie? Sinister. It's like you found one in fucking tapes. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then it's just breast milk everywhere and a pregnant woman taking yeah. that. That was, I was, yeah, you're better than me. I would have <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. My wife didn't know uh, until several months ago about Rule 34 of the internet. Hmm. Not only the rule, but the the website, right? And I was trying to tell her, I was like, "Wait, a rule thirty four dictates if it's a table hmm. made a porn about it." She's like, "What do you mean? Is that an actual thing?" That was a long oh, Sunday afternoon conversation with her, and then she proceeded to 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 kind of pass the buck and said, "The internet has just ruined sexual imagery, and without pornography, I don't think people would be into the weird stuff. Internet porn would be into the weird shit." I'm like, "Bitch, let me tell you something." Like, if without internet porn, what I would have done and still could possibly do to this day is I would have fucking taken sticks from the backyard and made, like, a wicker man with tits and fucking jacked off for that, right? That's what the movie The Wicker Man should have right. been about. Oh, my yeah. God. Nick Cage is involved. Just, just, away, just, just Nick Cage. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, speaking of busting it uh, uh it, to build a gaming PC in this era cost <laughs> multiple nuts, busted yeah. over multiple installments, especially oh. with the idea of crypto mining, just hogging all the, the PC guts out there and really driving the market up. But let's go around. 
Uh, Gibby, I'm going to let you go last because you definitely have the largest flex on this. Uh, uh, but I'll start it off like, what's our current PC, if at all, gaming setup? Um, and I have two. Uh, one is like it's a, a, a base. It's like a Dell Optiplex low profile that I kind of ganked up to be able to play Steam. I am more interested that when the, the, the PC that I built to play Jedi Outcast um, and Age of Empires 2 and Civ 3 and all those games really well in the Total War games, when that became obsolete, I stopped PC gaming dedicated to uh, the consoles. But uh, when I became a grown-ass man with a little disposable income, I wanted to play all those games that I missed. Civ 4, uh, uh, all the Total Wars that came off, and you know, all the uh, extra red alerts and stuff. So I built a PC that's I can handle modern games, but I mostly wanted to, to play all the games that I, I never got to play from my like 2005 to, you know, to today. Uh, speaking, but other... speaking of those games, Noah, yeah. according to Xbox, you've been logged into Civilization 4 Jesus. for like the past month. Like <laughs> I have, yeah. every time I get online, it. you're like, it's like, oh, oh it's, he's playing it's that. Loaded I was up. like, is he really playing that? Or is it just nope. running no, in the background? Not. I don't it's, fucking know it's, anymore. It's, it's running in the pause. What I leave it open on, because I have multiple gaming stations around this house. Uh, whenever I'm working and I'm rendering video, or spoiler alert, I edit video for a living to the people uh, listening. And I'm like exporting and I'm waiting for some sort of useless bullshit to process. I'll just go on Civilization for a couple of turns. And then I'll pause it and I'll turn the TV off and I'll go back to work. And then I'll go upstairs because I have a family that does not consider my time to be my time. It's their mm -hmm. time. So it has been nonstop on Civilization 4 uh, for a long time. And yeah, it know, won't be until the power goes off or I finish that Civilization <laughs> game, which does it's Civilization, so it won't take any time. What's, what's going to happen, Noah, is that the Civilization game is going to end when your fucking avatars knock on your front door. <laughs> it's the rate that you have that shit running. The fucking the, the Polish people knock on the door. They're like, seriously, though, like, let's get to let's get to the money here. <laughs> But the uh, the second, and this is the one I, I, I'm always excited to talk about, and, and Doc knows this, but there was a game that came out right when he and I started living together called The Movies. And to mm, me, it's oh, the, I fucking the most, that game. The most so ambitious yes. game I've ever fucking played in my life, right? And <laughs> all of the PCs in our lives were not good enough to handle the movies. Nope. I, I never fucking forgot about it. So uh, what I did was I bought the movies off of eBay and I built a Windows 7 PC <laughs> as good as I could do it. So I can run the movies on full specs, full notches all the way up. And so I have a gaming PC that only plays the movies. The movies. That's awesome. That's what that's it is. Awesome. That's what it exists for. So that's just that's one of those things. It takes so so long to play it. Uh, I have fallen mm -hmm. asleep playing it once or twice because I only can play it at 1 o'clock in the morning and I'm like in the 30s and, you know, it's terrible, but uh, but there it is. So, Jafar, do you have a gaming PC in your house now? I do not, unfortunately. Uh, a few years ago, and by a few, I mean probably five to eight years ago, I all of all of my computers got switched over to Mac, so I'm 100% Mac home now. Uh, I don't, That's I don't have boy. it. I don't have it configured. <laughs> To play games, I have a MacBook, which is what I'm recording off right now. And then I have an iMac upstairs, which my kids have Steam on. My kids are 7 and 12, so they play Roblox and they play a bunch of shit that they download on Steam um, on both of those. But myself, personally, I don't play on my PC or my Macs anymore. I just strictly stick to the consoles. 
maybe one day. But right? a lot of a lot of fond memories playing a lot of games. And I know when we were doing like round robin talking about games, a couple of things I wanted to mention was Doom and Quake. So like mm-hmm. Doom in particular mm-hmm. sort of revolutionized first person shooter games for what they are current gen now, even on the consoles. Um, mm-hmm. Revolutionized 3D graphics in particular. Uh, once Quake came out, it opened it up to sort of outside parties <laughs> contributing to that. And I, I mean, myself, I took a, a course in college on building level designs for Quake. And we built the levels in 3D Studio Max. We uploaded them into Quake. We got to play them. It It's it, cool. It introduced gamers to online multiplayer, which is a standard now today. And I think all of those things have so, sort of helped build gaming in general up to now. And maybe at some point I'll get back into the PC gaming side of things. But uh, for now, I'm sticking with the consoles. But it's it has a it has a special place in my heart for like where I came from to where I am now and, and where the video game industry is in general. Although I don't think most because of the accessibility to games and content and shit, like developers aren't like solely focused on building games for PC anymore. Um, but a Not lot of the AAA old, games at least. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but a lot of the older stuff, you know, everything's open source now. Uh, it's not like your PC games, you're not buying outright anymore like you used to. Um, so it, the landscape has completely changed, but I think there's a, there's a special place for it for well, sure. I'll, I'll comment on that real quick here, Jeff, just because, you know, when you're talking about the, the, the real pinnacle, I think you'd say of PC gaming was when PlayStation and Xbox weren't there yet. I mean, you could argue at this point that a PlayStation and an Xbox today is PC gaming. So, I mean, there really isn't much of a difference. Uh, There there isn't a difference like you had before. You know, and I always said, like, when you talk about playing NHL 97 or (laughs) NHL 98 on, on Sega and Super Nintendo versus playing it then on a PC, there's a huge difference. Uh, you know, you can almost argue now that everything we play is actually on a PC at that point. Yeah. And there, there was a certain point where there were a lot of things that were PC exclusive, you know, Doom, Quake. I think the last game that I purchased outright was the hell was the name of it? It was it was it wasn't the original Alice game. It was the sequel. Oh, the Alice Madness Unfolded or whatever it was called. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it was like. It was like a fucked up version of Alice in Wonderland. I remember that. And it, it was fantastic, but it was PC exclusive. And now all of the games that we've talked about to this point, with the exception of Quake, I think, are available on Xbox Game Pass. Mm-hmm. You know, well, but, so many. But Bethesda, I'm pretty sure it'll put Quake Xbox version on or something. Oh uh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It's just a matter of time. Oh, for sure, Mac. Well, so uh, and, and kind of again following along with what Jeff said, there there are two games that I want to throw out there that we didn't really get to talk about is Rapid Fire. Uh, wow. You did mention the movies, which was one I wanted to talk about. Um, but uh, and Jones, I think you were responsible for getting me the movies and this other one, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, was Lord of the Rings Online. Um, I I as as a huge fan of those movies and you know the books and everything, um, I got real into playing Lord of the Rings Online for a little while. Uh, when I had a laptop that was still operating well enough that I could actually like put it on there and and, and play it. Um, and then the other one that I 
and my I had my brother to thank for this one. It was Return to Castle Wolfenstein. Mm. Um, mm. And, <clears throat> and and you know that that game fucked with me because I had never really seen. You know, I I didn't get into. You know, I I played Duke Nukem. Actually, I remember playing fucking Duke Nukem at Kennywood. They had Duke Nukem VR at, at Kennywood mm. at our amusement park, and I remember kind of playing that. Obviously, a very tame version of it, but. You know, you'd still go in there and and shoot all the monsters around the the the, the dungeon and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, Wolfenstein was a game that like my brother was like, you gotta fucking like see this, you know. And my brother wasn't really ever a. A lot of my video game influence comes from my older brother because he just had things before I did, and 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 you know, he was working so he could go buy games. I wasn't really working, you know, because I'm nine years younger. So, um, I didn't really being able to start buying my own video games until probably about you know, Nintendo 64 into GameCube when we were all working in Toys R Us together, right? Um, but yeah, those two games I, I got into and really enjoyed playing on PC. I don't have a, a PC video game rig at this point, but there is one PC game that I play all the fucking time uh, at a rate that I'm not going to say it affects my relationship, but it, it it's borderline. Uh, and Noah and Jeff, you play this too. It's called fantasy fucking football, guys. Mm. You know, I, I know it doesn't really fall. Does that really count? But he, Does that really well, count? Here's why I'm going to say it counts. Come on. Here's why I'm going to say it counts. Because when Ryan Whitfield and myself were seniors in high school, we were taking an Astronomy 2 class that I fucking created at my high school. <laughs> this was the... Uh, I won't get into too much of the details. Yeah, that's a that's a weird flex, but carry on. It is a weird <laughs> flex, but just, just stay with me on this one, right? So it was designed to be like a college level course where you know you were given a number of different astronomy related projects that you had to complete over the course of the semester. Uh, some days you had to be in the classroom doing shit. Some days you could be in the library doing shit. Ryan Whitfield and I went to the fucking computer lab and discovered fantasy baseball. And this was in 2000. So the only way you could play fantasy sports was out on PC. And we just fucking got really into it, spent almost the entire semester doing nothing but fantasy baseball, and then had to fucking hand in all of our projects on the last week of school. And my teacher, who I worked with him to establish this class, looked at me like I was the biggest piece of shit he's ever seen in his entire life because I blew the class off until like the last minute and handed everything in. There, there was this one project we had to do where it was a, a uh, an astronomy definition project and you had something like 88 terms you had to define and you had to do a big visual display on all these terms and everything to make it visually interesting. And I just fucking took white poster board and a black Sharpie and just wrote them all out. And that's what I handled Love it. Because it. It, was, it was like dire last minute to get fucking school done. And I remember my teacher looking at it with me and Ryan Whitfield and going, Dave, and this is the first time a teacher ever really swore at me. What the fuck is this? <laughs> I'm like, what are, you looking, what are you talking about, Mr. Baker? He's like, this project, it's shit. Who's ever going to look at this? A lot of people, Mr. Baker. He's like, who? It's like, somebody's going to walk in by and go, whoa. Look at all those words. <laughs> he was so fucking pissed. He just like, D, get the fuck out of here. But we got really into fantasy baseball. And then that transferred into Yahoo getting involved in fantasy sports. And that's when I first 
in 2002, discovered fantasy football, created the fantasy football league that we are in today, mm-hmm. uh, coming up on its 20th anniversary. Right. Uh, some and, of us, some of us, not all of us, not all of us, but but at least at least seven right, or eight not. of them. <laughs> but um, but like so, I will I will go ahead and say like even though something we do now mostly on our mobile phones and everything is that uh, yeah, fantasy fantasy sports I think originated as an online game, and I'll I'll go ahead and say that that's the case. So uh, before we get going, two things: one, uh, tell Mrs. Jones we said hello. Good to see you. Everybody say, says hello. I was say who's dying in the background. <laughs> yeah, I did. That's just my wife. Yeah. Oh, we knew it would happen. Uh, but two, um, yeah. what the fuck they is this? They don't hear you coughing. Dave, it's ironic that you said <laughs> it's okay. that, uh, what the fuck is this? Nobody wants to see this is also what my wife says to my naked body every day. So <laughs> I, I also hear that. Now, it's funny you mentioned Lord of the Rings Online because I'm going to toss out to Jones with this this question. I desperately want to do an episode on MMORPGs because everyone has a wow story, whether you play it or not, or you know someone who took it too seriously or not. And you have Lord of the Rings Online. But in my hands, one of the few things I keep near my workstation to read uh, is the instruction manual for Star Wars Galaxy <laughs> Jump to Lightspeed uh, Expansion mm, because it uh, always reminds me of what the fuck could have been and how good we had it and we didn't even know. And uh, I have many fond memories of playing MMOs alongside the one good Dr. Jones. So, Doc, do you have any PC gaming going on in your life at this moment? Uh, no, I have an Xbox Series X, and that's about as PC is getting right now, uh, mm-hmm. unfortunately. However, uh, so the plan is, like, my, my tunnel vision here is I want to this year. Uh, I've been putting it off for a long time because I console game more. It's just they t- it takes up less space. It's, it's variables play. My Xbox, unless it's a 360, is going to red ring on me. You know, like, mm-hmm. nothing's really going to happen. I don't have to really maintain it. Um, however, what I want to do this year is, depending on how things go, not even monetarily, just like as long as it reviews well, I want to get a Steam Deck this year real fucking mm. bad. Uh, I don't know how familiar you guys are with Steam Deck, yeah. uh, but, uh, you know, PC gaming in your hand, I could plug it into my gaming monitor. It's like having a PC right there. Like, it's, it's, it is a PC, basically. Uh, so, uh, that, that's my plan, because this, even though I agree, uh, Jeff, that you know, most games you can pretty much play on console now. There's there's a lot of games that are never going to come to console that are PC only that I would love to play, like like those like Valheim and games like that that are never coming to console, and I'll yeah. never get a chance to play. But I would love to just fuck around and spend the you know twenty three thirteen dollars on a random Steam game that everybody's playing and just see how it turns out. But yeah, oh, there's so no, many um, indie games. So many indie exactly. games on Steam. Yeah, yeah. yeah and just a sidebar. Just a sidebar on Microsoft. So, I don't know if any of you have experienced the same because none of you have made it public. But fucking Halo Infinite. So I'm seventy yeah. percent through fucking campaign, and my save file goes corrupt. Mm. Oh shit! So, mm-hmm. so I hop on Reddit. Apparently, there's a known glitch that if your controller dies and you switch from one controller to another one, 
it logs you in twice and it corrupts your save file. There's I've been going back and forth with fucking support at 343 and they're like, sorry, maybe you should start over. And I'm like, maybe you should start over. Like I've I've completely lost interest in Halo Infinite now. And it's like, yes, multiplayer works. But like you go to campaign and it doesn't even load. It goes three, two, one. And then it just stops. And then it'll sit there until you turn the fucking system off. Wow. Like, this is fucking cool. bullshit, man. So you have so I, I my heart goes out to you. So with that in mind, I have a, an idea. Um so I myself started the campaign when it you know up there or whatever ago. And I was all fired up and I start playing it and I'm having a good time with it. Um and I just kinda once I started once you got to the open area and you start really seeing the sandbox that you have and all the yeah. fun shit you can do, I went I can't do this myself. I won't. <laughs> I won't do it. Um, if if it were more of a linear game, I'd have beaten the game by now. But because yeah. it's such an open world game, yeah, you can do whatever you want. Coming until yeah. fucking May, I'm just gonna wait till multiplayer comes because I need to experience this with other people. Because the the shit you can probably fucking do, like with like two or three other fucking people, would be so much fun. Like storming those outposts and one goes by air one sneaks in one that just like there's so many weapons and so many vehicles and so much shit to do like now i'm doing this with other people so jeff if you find yourself in may (laughs) interested (laughs) and starting over i will gladly start over because i didn't get very far unfortunately yeah i I, like so maybe two three hours (laughs) and i start and i was like i'm good um but yeah man just take that as an invitation well, and, and all of you yeah. motherfuckers, and, by the way. And so, support, yeah, support was like, they're like, well, were you able to play the first mission? And I was like, I was over halfway done with the main campaign. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's a known issue we're working on. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck, man? And even all the shit that you unlock, all the multiplayer shit that you unlock, all the customization that you unlock, yeah. like, once your shit's corrupt, like, it's oh, corrupt. My like, God. It's oh, yeah, I would reset, just uninstall. Reset to zero. And I was like, I have no desire to even fucking play Halo right now. This that brings back a a, a problem I have with game testing these days is that all game games have evolved so much since they were ten years ago, five years ago, even twenty, much less twenty years ago. Uh, that game studios have essentially pro gamers, esports gamers, testing their games out for them, which is great because they they, get, they are they play so religiously and so methodically that they can get a lot more testing than casual testers can do. But every studio needs at least one complete fucking idiot game testing their games to do the dumbest shit that nobody would ever do. Uh, that at least they think that nobody would ever do to find out where that game bricks. They used to do it all the time. You used to have Bob who you, who only ever played Pong. Now he's in charge of, uh, how from the play test Vice City? That's how you find out that you can get wedged in buildings because fucking Bob did it, right? And then you need like this <laughs> the one klutz that knocks his fucking coffee on his console. It's like, oh well, if you put a, 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 a liquid with a viscosity of one point three on top of your thing, it will disable multiplayer. Like we need fucking idiots, not a fucking right. army of professional gamers, because for assholes like me that play that leaves civilization loaded for a month only a game tester who's an asshole like me would discover you know i don't know like that once your game has been playing for a month straight when you go to build a new <laughs> civilization the game will just brick and then you oh i haven't saved in three weeks fuck oh. you know you know like no one else does that shit 
But I too have uh, have only played multiplayer on uh, Infinite and been waiting for this proposed uh, single player campaign multiplayer that you told me about. You gave me the heads up talk about that, so I haven't invested in that yet. So maybe yeah. we'll yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm we'll have another good clan run doing that. Yeah, regular right. multi yes, sure. yeah, like multiplayer deathmatch works fine for me. Uh, I was playing it last night, but campaign won't work. It's completely bricked. That's such a fucking bummer. Unless I start over, and I'm just waiting to hear from support. It's a pain in the balls. See, that's why the game's called Halo Infinite, because it's going to take you an infinite amount of time to play it. Finish the fucking (laughs) campaign. I don't think anyone really plays Halo by themselves anyways. They're like, like really finish it? Like, I think it's always enjoy multiplayer, like the campaign. Um, I remember you guys were talking about Halo. Yeah, right, exactly. I was like, I remember you guys, in your Halo episode, um... I was kind of mad at Jones for leaving this out, but we yeah. beat the game co-op on Legendary. I don't remember that. Got, I remember. I, I just. I remember, but I don't. You don't remember the yeah. secret ending you I get for. I remember the secret ending, a... but I didn't remember. I didn't realize you were with me when we did it. Yeah, I don't know why I say, it was gone. And I want to say it was before you moved into the apartment. I want to say it was, it was definitely there. at my my parents' house. 100% yeah, and we, we beat it in your room. Pause. Uh-huh. And um, and. I remember the what was the black guy, the commander? Anderson Johnson. No. An- Johnson. Johnson. It was him Johnson. and an elite um covenant elite. Hold me. Oh, like, Hold me. And they <laughs> hug each other <laughs> as the halo is blowing up. Yeah, so I don't know if he's gonna die if you get the tr- if he's a ghost in the rest of the games, because he blew the fuck up right there. He definitely um, did blow the fuck up. But yeah, but so yeah, that but Halo is all to me, like I got bored. I like I, I was enjoying Infinite. I think I got maybe to the second mission or the second stage. I'm like, all right, uh, it's kind of lonely, and so I yeah. just kind of like, I'll do this later, you know. So when it, multiplayer it really comes out, I most definitely will play. Yeah, yeah, there, there isn't a single Halo game that I haven't actually played all the way through without Aaron, Aaron Steinberg. You know, that's that was always mm-hmm. one of the. You always played at least games. co-op or four players. Well, yeah, we would always go co-op because he, he would always get the game like opening night. Like I remember, like we would go stand in line, he would get it, I I would just go down to his house and we play. You know, um, and then of course we lived together for a while and did all that shit too. So, yeah, I I couldn't see a lot of appeal just doing that solo. Right. Yeah, yeah, and just to tie that all back to PC gaming, you know, Doom really revolutionized revolutionized how multiplayer worked and being able to play co-op. Mm-hmm. And you know, some of my fa- some of my favorite games are co-op games, Halo. Gears of War, which is yeah. one of my all all time favorite, favorite game series, and to play co op with that is so much better than just playing straight campaign by yourself. Yeah, like it's it's a completely different experience, and it and it's great to be able to experience you know playing through a game and getting it to completion mm-hmm. with somebody else because it's, it's like we fucking did this together. It's yeah, not just it's yeah. just just not just right. me with a fucking controller in my hand, like. And to be able to communicate back and forth, because, you know, in the early early days of multiplayer gaming, like there wasn't an actual communication component with it. Mm -hmm. You couldn't hear each other talking. It was just like, all right, we're playing together, but I know you're controlling Mm -hmm. that guy and I'm controlling this guy, but we're not actually communicating. And with the way the games are now, it's 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 more fun to play together. Oh, yeah. Like Mm -hmm. the, the feeling of beating the first Halo where someone's driving the warhawk and you're in the gun and you're just hoping they don't fuck up and crash yeah, the place yeah. Yeah, but, you, like, you, but you can't tell them like, each other. why yeah. are you fucking this up for me right now <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> 
the same thing in the first gears when the one when the driving mission you like gotta shine the light on the fucking yeah. shit and someone fucks up the light yeah great times but on the flip side it evolves to the point where there ain't nothing cooler when you were in halo 3 one of you was chief and one of you was the arbiter uh hmm. fucking heading towards the end of that game uh top move. oh yeah dude so so badass all right gibby this is your chance we all know you as the most serious rank you got a fucking <laughs> fully beautifully lit by the way if i could say jeff and i can absolutely appreciate the lighting you got on your chroma key in the background i got such a glare so off my shadows. fucking Forehead right now. <laughs> fucking great. <laughs> what what, what you working with? Full right display. Now? Flex all um, you want. All right, so <clears throat> uh, to start it off, um, <laughs> no, um, no, so I have a three. I have three PCs. Um, I have a, a gaming rig, a streaming rig, and I guess it's a Mac. So it's not really a PC. It's a Mac. I have M one Mac Mini for editing and stuff like that. Mm. Um, I don't use it much because I I got I learned how to use Windows and I use a uh, Fimora nine, but I want to learn. I got I got uh, Final Cut Pro and all that stuff, but I don't know how to use any of it. Like I I could I couldn't figure it out. I'll I'll, I'll watch a YouTube video one. Yeah, day. Final but, Cut and Premiere are the way to go. Yeah, oh, See, but I, also DaVinci Resolve is coming up fast as far as an open source editor goes. So I think in a couple of years, it'll have a lot of functionality. That is a separate geeky conversation for all of us to have. <laughs> Gib, you got, a, you, got a lot of, you got a lot of people here that use Final Cut and Adobe Premiere and everything editing software. So reach you know, out. You, you get any questions, man, just reach out. Okay, I will, I will. Yeah, because I want my content to be better. I want it to be actually edited instead of me just putting it out there and like, uh, you'll get to the good part when it happens. Uh, don't just fast forward that part when I walk away from the screen for 20 minutes and come back. But um, so I have a gaming rig, and uh, in my gaming rig, um, my video card, I have a 2080 Ti. Um, that's an NVIDIA card. Um, it cost me about $1,200 uh, alone just for the card. Uh, my processor is an AMD Ryzen, I want to say it's a 7 3800X. Uh, that was about 400, maybe close to five, uh, motherboard, all that stuff, regular motherboard, uh, 64 gigs of Ram. Um, that's about a couple of SSDs. Um, we got that 10 terabyte hard drive that I use for the, uh, emulator I told you about. And then my streaming rig, I think I have just a 1660 super, um, because it has a better, uh, codec processor on there. So it's great mm -hmm. for like processing the stream. Um, and I use it just for that alone. Um, and then, like I said, the Mac mini, um, I have a two monitor set up, uh, one for the game rig, one for the stream rig. And we well, the third monitor, um, for the, nice. the Mac. And, um, that's about it. I got a, a go XLR mixer, uh, the stream deck, the Elgato face cam, the lights, the screen, 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 um, it's a pretty powerful PC. I can pretty much run anything. I had no problems with Cyberpunk when it came out. A lot of people did. I mean, the game yeah. was buggy, but it wasn't yeah. nowhere how it <laughs> was on console. I actually enjoyed the game a lot. I hate that it has a bad rap because the game is really good. I'm waiting for that next-gen patch, man. I don't I'm know if it's ever happening. I don't think it's, it's supposed coming. to happen uh, this second quarter, I believe. Okay, I hope, I hope so because I, mean, I want There's people to really game. experience it. There's two types of games and how you handle an unsuccessful launch. There's cyberpunk, 
which is look at this flopping dick. We'll fix it eventually. <laughs> but hey, right? we got Keanu Reeves. Yeah, we got Keanu Reeves. That'll be fine. Even though we're going to say he played the game, but he's never played the game ever. Flopping dick, though. Check it out. We'll fix it eventually <laughs> to be continued. And then there's No Man's Sky, which mm. doesn't have to go mm. as hard as it does for us. Random, like, oh, hey, by the way, it's a Tuesday. So here's another 55,000 hours of content. Do you ever right. want to have a conversation with a space monkey? Well, guess what? You can write it now. You can fuck that space monkey. <laughs> is is the guy who did um um uh, damn what the fucking name of the game again? Uh, no man's no guy. man's, no man's guy. guy. Sean Murray. Sean is he Murray, still yeah. around? Because I remember oh, yeah. he, he did so much press before it came out. You know, hy hyping us up, and then it, we got what we got. But I feel like he disappeared, and someone well, else took over and fixed it. Or unless he was just in a dungeon, he, he, like he's nonstop still... working. It's still his it's baby. It's still him. Okay, he's a boy. He, I have so like much crazy. respect. This shit. Yeah, like he. And the reason he disappeared is because it was the whole. The whole studio went, you know, head down yeah. to continue to polish and try to get the game to the point where we thought it would be it's when it, it launched years right. ago. Uh, yeah. And I'm a, I'm a big fan of that game, that franchise. Uh, even though I was, I was, you know, bitter at its launch, uh, but I'm glad that it is what it is now. Yeah, because I remember you wanted to buy a Surface just to play that game. A on fucking Pete. only reason I wanted yeah, one was to play that. No Man's Sky, and it was a shit ass game. <laughs> yeah, and I was working. I was working at GameStop at the time, and I remember getting a lot of trade ins on PlayStation because it was a PS4 yeah. exclusive at the time. Yeah, and I remember playing it and thinking it was really cool. Like just like I still think it's amazing just going off into the atmosphere. Like that to me, yeah, that's, that's still so my favorite part of the game. I don't care about the exploring stuff. Just being able to. Drop, go up and take off and come back down anywhere else is really cool. You know what I mean? Um, I, I do, like, I think you told me I should give it another shot. Um, I think I will get it on PC. And actually, I, I probably own it, to be honest with you. That's the problem. That's another flex. Like, PC gamers are the most, look how big my dick is, but oh, I yeah. don't actually use it. It's a big dick. <laughs> but I don't stick it in anything. Yeah, yeah, I buy it just to say I own it, but yeah, I don't actually pretty, play it. I don't have a fourteen-inch cock that you're asexual. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'm not interested in any of this. I have my Steam library. I want to say it's over four hundred games. And cool. let me see. Actually, yeah, probably over, way over four hundred games. Uh, library. It's just uh, yeah, four hundred and ninety-two. Oh, four hundred ninety-two games right and. I only play one right now. And that's the thing with PC. Like, you find a game, and that's the only fucking thing you play. Right in there, man. I have, I, I don't know if you guys heard of Rust or seen it. And they actually just came yeah. out on, on console. I I, ended, I love this game so much, I bought it on the Xbox just to see how it would be on console, see if I could shit on people because I have the knowledge. And, <laughs> but it's so hard to go back from playing mouse and keyboard to using a controller. So I was missing cutting a tree. Like, a tree that's not moving, I'm like missing axe swing. Like, fuck. Like, so, um, I have right now, I'm such a loser. I have <laughs> 3,583.9 hours on Rust right now to this day. Wow. Um, yeah. And, and, but the thing is, the game, I don't recommend anyone playing it at all. <laughs> don't ever buy That's like, at all? Not that all. That's, like, that's like me being a recovering uh, addict. Of like something terrible, opioid or crack or something, I would never recommend you to smoke crack because <laughs> I know what it's like. You know what I mean? I'll be butt naked in the street playing Rust. Um, 
the thing I'll with Russ, is, rust. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> how much for that wood? I'll suck it. But no, <laughs> Russ. <laughs> the thing for okay. the game, it's it. The game Russ is so it 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 goes on without you if you're on it or not, and that's the problem because you can get robbed. Like people breaking it, it's like a whole bunch of B and E's. The game is nothing but surviving and B and E's. That's all the game is. <laughs> and um, literally, I think honestly, I'm tired as fuck right now. Um, I was up all night, at, and I think I went to bed at 10 a.m. knowing I had to do this with you guys. So I was like, all right, let me Jeez. just take two two Damn. hours. I woke up uh, going to bed at 10 a.m. I woke up the night the day before at 9 a.m. So I was up 25 hours. Uh, oh yeah, Russ. Anyways, but let's get past <laughs> Russ because I'll stay on Russ for hours. Um, the, Clearly. The, <laughs> uh, the PC gaming for me, um, what Jones said earlier was people always say things will come to console, but there's those games that never going to come. That's the reason you want to own a PC for the early access games, the indie games, um, the Rust uh which finally came out the console. So I kind of got, you know, slapped me in my face for saying that, but it came out the console, but the console version that came out was the version of rust that came out in 2010. You know what I mean? Or 2013. Mm -hmm. It was like the very first build and they had to work their way up. And I'm like, looking at it, it's like terrible, but, uh, yeah. PC gaming for me is where it's at. I have a PS five. I have an Xbox series X. I have it. I have it all. Like, uh, that's the setup there. There's a black PS5 over there. Uh, Switch. You know, everything. Um, but for me, PC, it all collects dust because I can play everything on PC, especially with Game Pass now. Everyone loves Forza right now. I'm playing Forza on my computer. And and actually, I feel like that's where gaming is going to be at anyways. Like, I think you're going to be able to play besides those. There, we st we'll still have, I think we'll have another 10 years of exclusives. After that, well, you're starting to see God of War coming to PC. You're starting to see, you know, Days mm -hmm. Gone, the, the Sony games. Yeah, I think the biggest holdout is Nintendo. Like, right. they won't give up any of their fucking proprietary third-party shit. No. And I mean, yeah, fuck. I'm, I love a, Nintendo, I'm a Nintendo fanboy, like, through and through. But, like, come on, man. Just open yeah. that shit up. Yeah, no, no. They, they, and that's the thing. That's what's keeping it. And them doing that is what's keeping Nintendo revel relevant because... absolutely. Yeah. You can't you wouldn't buy a Switch if you can get Mario 64 on your PlayStation, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Right. I yeah. still I, I still Man. get those customers of the moms. Well, I used to get those customers, the moms coming in. Oh, you got Super Mario on the PlayStation 3 and I would laugh at her. And like, like <laughs> <laughs> oh, you stupid bitch. Yeah, Jeff, you and I both are our Nintendo loyalists through and through and, you know, as long as Nintendo holds on to that IP, they'll be able to produce consoles, which is really what they want. They don't just want to be a software developer. So, um, yeah, and that's why they transitioned their business model to have, you know, the Wii and the DS to the Switch. Everything's consolidated into one. Mm -hmm. And I mean, if you can get Zelda on the Xbox or the PlayStation mm -hmm. with the accelerated graphics that both of those mm -hmm. systems have like you never play the switch again you're going to no. transition no. you're going to transition all those gamers from one to the other so like nintendo's got a pigeonhole to their market and they know what the fuck they're doing uh, but 
there's yeah. a place for it all in the the overall landscape of gaming. Now, 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 Gibby, um, if you need anybody to to dust off that PS5 for you, that <laughs> Xbox, um, I'm I'm all for it. So oh, uh, you can with a hundred dollar deposit, you can rent it for a weekend, like Blockbuster. Exactly. Uh, um, <laughs> no, I actually have been um, playing uh, Returnal on PS5 right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been tr- and it's the hardest game. It's, it's a roguelike. So and it's a fucking brutal game. It, it's not. It doesn't forgive at all. Like you die, you start all the way back at the beginning of the fucking map and have to come back through. Um, but real quick, I just wanted to bring up this text message I had from my wife. Her aunt had asked if I had any before Christmas if I had any games for sale, and. She asked for the Tinder Switch. Did you have the Tinder Switch? <laughs> mm-hmm. You got a Tinder uh, Switch, but I don't think uh, you want to give it to your wife. Uh, the, the, yeah. pl- the Play Space Station <laughs> Space 3. What the what? The PlayStation 3. It was Play Space Station Space 3. Um which nobody wants a PlayStation 3. Well, I mean, there might be some people who want, but I don't think your kid wants one for Christmas. No, your kid doesn't want one. No. And the Nintendo 360. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> so <laughs> I Tinder want one Switch. of those. <laughs> Gibby, find her a fucking Nintendo 360. <laughs> and a Tinder Switch. Tinder Switch. I'm pretty sure it's yeah, that's when you swipe yeah. right, but you get what you swiped left for and you show up at a fucking restaurant. <laughs> like that's no good. Some grown ass man with, uh, with, with with anime cat ears, you know, uh, waiting uh, for you. But uh, you're yeah. still gonna do it because it's been six months. Yeah, but, but you can offer a Tinder switch at your VIP booth at next year's. <laughs> that's right. With with Noah, part of the package with Noah's your hype package. man. With Noah's your hype man. I'm just saying, let's not rule anything out. You know, my wife is often trying to get rid of me. Uh, <laughs> so I'm like, I gotta go to I gotta I gotta go to Vegas to totally not be Gibby's pimp. This old lady sex convention, and she'll think I'm lying to her. That's <laughs> lifestyle convention, <laughs> right? No, all you gotta do is promise her like the Cirque du Soleil water show, and you know some In and Out burger, and I feel like you could pull this off. I went to Vegas with my wife. She was not interested in any of the Vegasy things that they could do. I'm like, do you want to go to Caesar's Palace? She's like, no. Like, we'll you go to Blue Man Cirque, Group? Cirque Ole. She's like, no. I'm like, do you want to go have sex in the bathroom at the top of the stratosphere? She's like, eh. I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> we got one. We one got out water. Is not bad, right? <laughs> one out of three. Nice um, luxury with all handicap yeah, stalls. Very nice. But as far as like the gaming and stuff, um, I, I do recommend people get a PC just for like the possibilities of your own builds. It doesn't everything doesn't have to be the the most the greatest thing in the world. Everybody's trying to do 4K, 120 frames per second. Get you a yes. fucking 1080p, 240. You know what I mean? Just, it's just you. You're playing the game in front of the... I know some people want the shit to look the best, but PC is always going to be on your monitor. Uh, to me, it looks like shit when you put it on your 65-inch television. It, it, it's not the same. It's not the same um, intimacy, I will say. No. That. Um, but right now, like... Everyone is PC in my house. My son, AJ, he's my, my clone. He, I built him a PC. He has a PC. And then my daughter, I'm going to, uh, my oldest, she wants a PC because she's always on my computer playing Sims 4. You were talking about Sims 4 earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole Sims from us playing Sims 1, all the now to my children playing it, which is crazy. Um, but they're playing it way different than we did, ever did. Uh, there's fucking mods. Like she was, when I first I started seeing things, um, 
on my computer. She was probably about 11 at the time. And it reminded me when I would go to the library and look up Nude Raider. You know what I mean? I, it was like <laughs> naked video game characters. I'm yeah. like, why the fuck are you having naked Sims on my screen? Coming to find out, it were mods for the game. So she was modding the game at 11 for the... the, the who was trying to unlock them to get naked? Was that you, Noah? Oh yeah! Oh, I didn't. She, I didn't she, try uh, anything. She figured it I, out. I didn't know it today. It wasn't ten years at ago. All, right? Yeah. She figured. She got it, and I had to punish her. You know. But now that she's fifteen, or going, she'll be fifteen in April. Um, she. I'll I, show me some of these mods, not the sex stuff, but the things that you can do. And there's like a brutal one. Like you can go up and just punch a pregnant woman in her stomach, and she would throw up blood. I'm like, what the fuck <laughs> is happening? <laughs> Look at that. I think it's like the Bru Sims Brutal mod. Like, uh, and she's like beating the girl up, pulling her hair, punching her in the face and stuff. I'm like, holy oh hell. And the next thing you know, that video's on Facebook. <laughs> Sims <laughs> evil. The, Sim, the Sims are actually happening live. It's We've actually yeah. downloaded a ship into people's cerebellums and it's controlling them. Like that's it's actually where the spot is. Everybody's canceled at that point. Right. So I, I Grand, Grand Theft Auto right, isn't even doing that, boys. Abortion. On the yeah, sim. no, yeah. She really punched her in a pregnant stomach. She threw up and lost the baby. She cried. <laughs> the fucking Grim Reaper came. Um, <laughs> Holy shit. Like, wow. Yeah, it's, it's deep. <laughs> but she mostly she got away from that. Like as she got she's starting to she's good, bro. She got older, she got away from the deaths and mayhem. Yeah. So now all the characters have big butts and cut and holes cut in their jeans. And like oh. and normal hair, like black girl hairstyles, like the however they want to have their hair and stuff so that's what she does like the makeup mods and everything she's into like the makeup tutorials and all that stuff now so she got away from punching pregnant women in the stomach to just put makeup on like the game how the game was originally supposed to be played like you know how you create your character, a hell of a character arc for your child <laughs> yeah, by the yeah. way right yeah. she's come a long oh, yeah, way yeah, yeah, yeah. that's good like yeah. game of thrones of didn't even things... fucking end that way uh, of all the things i expected to have said with the five of us on an episode today was well she got away from punching pregnant women <laughs> i'm Not proud of the work she's put in <laughs> she'd oh. throw up blood the grim reaper would show up yeah she it, had it, her it time but she came around that's good well take the little ghost baby away uh it was like a witcher quest but um <laughs> oh my god. What is that thing called a mug blood or something like a mubbling? Uh, oh yeah, the fucking yeah. baron, the bloody baron. That game is so hard to get through shit like that. The bloody baron. Um, knows that uh, speaking of yeah, mods. I mean that that's that's it for me. Pretty much is like PC. Like right now, like I like I said, I have four hundred and ninety two games, I play one of them. Um and that's I, what happens when you do PC. Like I, and you I, and you just show who got the better video card or or you shit on other people who don't have what you get. And uh, I'm, I'm not that person because clearly I love games. I have everything. I have Sega Genesis, Super Nintendo, all the shit. I just want to play games. Well, just Russ now. But I love games. Yeah, I, I got you clocked in at 165 days for Rust. Oh, Rust. on the Xbox? Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing with uh, I'm, I'm ashamed that it shows because I have friends that I used to play Xbox with and they're all messaging me like and I never check my Xbox messages and they're like, "Why don't you talk to me anymore?" Like, "Come play with us." I'm like, <laughs> got, "Where the fuck are you been?" I'm getting real fucking personal. Yeah, no, like one person he invited me to a Facebook group for a game I don't even have on Xbox. It's that dodgeball game people Knockout City. Oh, yeah. And they had they take the game serious. I'm like, bro, I'm on Rust, man. I'm never playing dodgeball ever again. 
<laughs> your your friends on Xbox, you guys remember in uh, fucking Cable Guy when like Jim Carrey just calls Matthew Broderick over and over and over again? Right. Mm-hmm. He's like he's like, oh, you know, just thought I heard the phone ring. Oh, did you ever have that happen to you? That's weird. And then like your friends on Xbox right now give you that last fucking text message when he just goes, oh shit, <laughs> and just fucking hangs up. <laughs> Yeah, no, and I, and I do want to come back to the console. Like, like with me having the Series X and the PlayStation Five, I do miss the interaction of like find, getting on voice chat with each other. You know what I mean? If, if if I wish Xbox would hurry up and integrate, and I think they had some in the works putting Discord on there. Like, yeah. if I can just sit uh, can... Sony bought them. Oh, okay. Well, well, yeah. So, so that okay. shouldn't happen. No, we'll so. probably get some sort of shit Microsoft version of it, like we got ahead for Twitch. Yeah. With mixer and if said from Discord comes unrest. Unrest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like unrest with your friend. <laughs> no, but so I, I did with with my with the Go XLR mixer. I was able to work around um, using Xbox Chat on PC, like using the Xbox app on PC to talk to the people on there. So when I'm playing, everybody has their headsets on, and I get on like, "Hello," and they're like, "What the fuck? What, what kind of mic is that?" I'm like. <laughs> Uh, you don't remember the 360 mic, the gray one? Or I'll sing a song to him like, Oh yeah, I love you. I'll, I'll do shit like that. Anyway. It's real fun. But yeah, they're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh, amazing. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we, we our kids, I know uh, Vandergriff, you probably experienced this as well, but uh, my daughter is four and uh, religiously plays Minecraft. Like yeah. better than I do. She's working out like redstone clocks right now. But she watches a lot of uh, YouTube, YouTube gamers, and she's discovering mods uh, herself right now. And I'm going to have to tell her that's a slippery slope that will never <laughs> see you return to a vanilla version of a game ever again. Uh, but it's only a matter of time. But speaking of a matter of time, uh, it's only a matter of time before Gibby, you're back with us on the show. Uh, I want to. I want to reserve now. I want to be like go to opentable.com and I want to reserve you for something. You mentioned a game for the 3DO. <laughs> And I want to bring you into the film version of it. Uh, I want to, in this year, some point, I want to mm-hmm. do the fucking movie Demolition Man. Oh, Stallone yeah. and oh, yeah. Wesley Snipes and the three motherfucking seashells. Will you come back for that? Oh, I would as love well as to. any other one you want to. I would love, I would love to do Demolition Man. Oh, it'd be so good. Uh, fantastic. Be well, you know? One of be that, well. Salutations. That and we extend be well to everybody uh they're fucking joining us um next week we have it's the only other thing we have on the agenda we're going back to music uh, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about one of my all-time favorite albums and to me one one of the best albums of the 2000s uh black holes and revelations from muse so you get you ready for that shit uh you want to hear me get emotionally attached to a fucking <laughs> cd or about to to get with that shit but gentlemen we're gonna go around the clock Final word on your PC gaming roots. Let's go with it. Uh, let's let's go, Doc. Lead us off. Uh, and it's it's wild. Like every time we have these episodes, especially ones where we have to like really think about our childhood on some level, there's just never enough time in our episodes to get out everything that you want to say and, and the things you want to express. Uh, but I'm just really thankful that I had that experience, even though I don't really do a lot of PC gaming now. But Having had all those so many gaming experiences that have formed the type of gamer that I am, uh, and I'm so glad that I was able to share it with many of you, especially especially you, Gib. You know, like I couldn't tell you how many hours of my young life 
you spent sitting next to me in my dining room in front of that damn computer playing God knows what, or just looking up WWF uh, 99. 99 before I even had a fucking name. Like, oh, trailers. Was it 98? Was it WWF 98? 98. WWF 98 mm-hmm. for the fucking Nintendo 64. On IGN like, and a little ass square yeah. video. Yeah. So I, I'm just really thankful for, you know, all the experiences that I've had. And, and I'm, I'm hoping that uh, 2022, I'll be able to get back into some PC gaming and I can uh, game with some of you guys on the Series X. Um, but um, it's been a great episode. I've had a good time. Thanks, uh, Anthony, for coming on and hanging out with us, man. Really appreciate Thanks for having it. Me. Jafar. Yeah, I just want to echo what Doc said. You know, it, it PC gaming in general, like really sort of solidified where our place was in this overall topic. Um, for me, even though I've gotten away from PC gaming, like it has a special place in my heart in terms of how I've grown up as a gamer. Um, maybe where we'll go in the future, we'll see. But uh, it's 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 important to understand like the idea of gaming in general is A, personal fulfillment, like what you get out of it but be also how it brings people together and you know our group of friends and people we play with online whether we played with them 15 years ago whether we play with them today today it's 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 important like how that has sort of brought us all together and and i don't think regardless of the type of games what games we're playing what the landscape of the market looks like like either way you can't you can't discredit that in any way so I'm just happy to have been a part of it all along. And, you know, Gibby, I appreciate you joining us today. Uh, obviously, you, you have a, a deep gaming background and experience. So we're, we're happy you were able to bring that to the table today for this episode. So thanks. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate it. Mac, final thoughts on PC gaming. Reeves. So, you know, PC gaming to me was always about what comes next, you know? Um, because regardless of, you know, whether it's a handheld system, you know, it, you think back to the evolution of gaming, right? Whether it was that little fucking handheld football game with the lights, you know, that you used to kind of play back in like the 70s and 80s. And then you get into Atari and Nintendo and Sega Genesis and then PlayStation and Xbox. And, you know, as we kind of move forward, you know, PC gaming was always whatever the fuck you think you're doing here's what's next, you know? And, 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 and I've always really appreciated and respected how the PCs have taken everything forward. Now there's a, um, it, it was made into a movie. It's a, it's a book that I particularly enjoy as well uh, called ready player one. I'm sure you guys have uh, mm-hmm. seen it or at least heard of it. And, you know, they, they kind of forecast the future of where it is a complete, electronic simulation world that people kind of go into similar to the matrix, but all voluntarily. And in that world, you have infinite possibilities of gaming. You have the ability to go and just go to like a retro arcade and play fucking retro arcade games in your Oculus system, or you can go ahead and play, you know, classic Nintendo, or you go into full virtual worlds where you have a Fortnite style survival fucking, you know, battle Royal and, and everything in between. You know, I honestly wait for that merger of virtual reality and PC to when it ultimately gets us there, because I think that's where it goes. When you talk about bringing people together, immersion, free play, 
exploring, you know, all these things we've talked about in this in this episode. You know, I, I look forward to see where PC gaming is going to take us. Good man. Sure. I will I will give my sprinkle thoughts uh, before I toss it over to Gibby. Uh, I think PC gaming, basically, long story short, it should be remembered, uh, at least the retro ones, for two things. One, to tell us about game functionality that we didn't even know we wanted. You know, real-time strategies, world building, designing roller coasters, right? All of the stuff, the immersion of first-person shooters. Um, but number two, ultimately, uh, it gave us the tits in video games that we've been longing for. And it has never stopped giving us the hits. I mean, we're not even talking about all of the weird, big, uh, you know, Fukushima-style, uh, uh, Futanari, rather, big dick anime games you can get on Steam for 99 cents in my library right now, or what any other stuff that we may hypothetically all have that is available to us. So I want to thank PC Gaming for leading me to Nine Inch Nails, to leading me to, to Tycoon Games, to uh, up until now with all the tits all over the gaming, but Gibby, give it, give, give me your lasting impression of PC game. And then I want you to tell us where our many Peruvian singular listeners hey. can <laughs> fucking tell you uh, and find you and follow you and watch you be the amazing person that we all enjoy you being. Give us, give us some um, final thoughts on PC. Like, uh, with Jones got the, he, like I said, with not enough time to touch on everything. I do want to talk about, um, our time with the first Rainbow Six game, like uh, fucking we, classic, amazing. We, I don't even think we played the game as it was probably intended to be played. Uh, I think you were supposed to make a plan and then actually put your hands and stuff on the keyboard and actually play. Like go in and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we would plan all for our team to like we were more strategists than like actually trying to do the you know shooting and stuff. I think we did. We would control our team sometimes. Yeah. But it, we mostly enjoyed setting up a plan and just seeing if it worked. That they were able to save all the hostages without dying. And there was just one mission. I, I don't even think it was a drug cartel, but the stage looked like a drug cartel mansion in the jungle. Mm -hmm. And as soon as we would go up the hill, we would get wiped the fuck out. We would call it the bloodbath mission. <laughs> no matter right. what strategy we would do, we would just we're not supposed to walk in the front door, obviously, but we just kept doing it. Like, <laughs> and there's guards in the woods, and they were fucking us up. But those, that was like my introduction of like, man, this is really fun. I really, you can't do this on Sega Genesis or Super Nintendo or Nintendo 64. Nope. And, and then like even, and that was the first comparison I had from PC and console where they released the console version of Rainbow Six and it was ass. Like it didn't have any of the, the planning and none of that stuff. It was just like, pick your team, go in and do this mission. You know yeah, what I mean? I'm like, mission straightforward. Right, and I'm like, what yeah. the fuck is this? I want to draw blue, red lines and green lines. I want to take the Bravo team and <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Delta and all Alpha. them. Go. That's I want to, so oh, it's so fun. But, um, I do appreciate you guys having me here. Um, as far as where you guys can find me, um, I'm KillerFam69 on everything right now. K-I-L-L-A-H-F-A-M 69. Again, that's K I L L A H F A L 69. Um, Could you just say 69 again with the auto tune for me? Real oh yeah, fast sure. 69. <laughs> I was gonna 69. Baby, you lay down there. I'm gonna lay up here. We're gonna 69. Um, so, <laughs> that was worth the price of admission right there funny, the funny story about the, the name though it all started because it was we, we used to play perfect dark over herb's house 
Mm. And you make your profile name. You know, you had your each little your character profile, and my name would be Killer or the Sniper. I don't know. The Sniper was our wrestling stuff. That was the wrestling. Killer, yeah, Killer was my profile on there. And um, and then Dreamcast came out, and we used to play NFL 2K, and we always would create a, a football player, and we thought it would be funny to always make their number 69. It was always 69. We were like we were immature kids. Right, right. <laughs> You, I still do that. It's, right. it's still, it's, 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 it's that shit still it's, plays. It's still right. fucking funny, you know. So, um, hey, I'm sorry. No, I was gonna say real quick. Um, cause my dog keeps bursting in <laughs> and out of the room. Um, we have somebody genius at my company uh, designed uh, a layout for data entry where it has specifically 69 lines of data entry that you can do <laughs> on the website. And I make sure every time I deliver that training that I just drop it down to 69 and just kind of show that just so you know. And I don't I don't mention 69. I go, you can do up to 70 lines of information here. Show the 69, go right, right. back. Yeah, it's always just funny. Scan the room to see who's catching it. Always um, funny. But the, um, so the fam part, there's a rapper called named Cameron. And he used to call himself Killer Cam. And when Time Splitters came out, and I named myself Killer Fam, and I busted out laughing. I could not stop laughing for some reason. So that's where it comes from. Like it's it's, it's a play on Cameron. Um, I even have a drop that I use from one of his songs. Like when I'm playing Call of Duty, and I kill somebody. I'll hit the button on the mix, and it'll like kill up. But anyways, um, so that's where that came from. And then as an adult, I found out the 69 uh, symbol is also a cancer symbol. Wow. I'm a cancer. So like when people were like you're a pervert, no bitch. I'm a cancer. Like, you know, so I like to kind of it on. Meanwhile, I'm a pervert. And, uh, Can I but, give you a little bit of a, of a, 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 a gag I think you should use since you use that? Then when you kill them uh, in either Rust or Halo Infinite, uh, then you could do whatever you want to do. But when they when they survive, you could call them, well, now you're a cancer survivor. And, uh, oh, man. That's where the 69 comes from. You're a 69 survivor. Can you teabag uh, 69 they, on there? No. <laughs> Um, no. yeah, yeah, KillerFam69 on everything. That's Twitch, YouTube, um, Facebook gaming. I don't really do Facebook gaming, but I do have a Facebook page where all my memes and stuff are mostly on there. Instagram, it's such, all that such stuff. dang shit posting memes. Yeah, all, all straight shit posting. There's, I just posted one about Vegeta sticking his hand in his vagina and making Goku sniff it. Like, it's a weird <laughs> fucking post, but it's hilarious I love to me. It so much. Me <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, and then like I said, thanks again um, for having me on. I've been looking forward to it. I've been enjoying it. It's so weird listening to um, episodes like after they've been out because I'm almost, like I want to comment on them, but it's like, man, that happened fucking weeks ago. Would you shut up? You know, like I'm like I'm like talking to myself. Oh, Blastcore! I remember that game. I'm like I'm wait, I'm hoping I'm 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 listening to it like there's a live comment section or something. That I can like that you guys are reading it as I'm like listening. But like yeah, so. I, yeah, it's, it's it's been awesome. Um, it's everything I thought it would be. And I appreciate you guys having me on here. Uh, you know, midnight listener getting to be a guest. So yeah, it was pretty cool. Thank you. That's right. Oh, yeah, no, That's it's right. been awesome. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being here. The midnight listener revealed it last. And on a future episode, <laughs> you will tell us if you manage to sneeze, come, and shit all at the same time. The Peruvian surprise. <laughs> Keep working at it. We believe in you. Right. And I'm if trying. you can do it well to the auto tuner, well then I think we'll have to. Uh, elect your president or something along all right lines. all right excellent but we appreciate everyone joining us uh tune in next week every tuesday uh check us out on our social media 
and uh, we'll see you for Black Holes Revelations. What's after that? You don't know because we don't fucking know. We're gonna figure. We're still this figuring out that out. out. We're gonna let these well, other some of these other heathens pick that shit out as we. Well, get do do remember, gentlemen, that we are officially in the month of January, yeah. and at the end of January, there is going to certainly be an episode that we will be doing that we have already mentioned on the show before. Yeah. Because can, can I put this of- out here? I know where you're going with this, and I just learned something today, and it blew my mind. I almost messaged everybody because I'm like, there's no way this is actually fucking true, unless I'm missing something. The Royal Rumble, which is where you're going, is on the 29th. It's on a fucking fucking Saturday. Saturday. It's on a Saturday. Unfortunately, no need to take the day after all. What you guys don't hear is my girlfriend. What you don't hear in the background is my girlfriend going, thank fucking God. Because she's like, if I've got to fucking deal with this shit on a Sunday night when I got to go to work on a Monday, this this isn't going to happen. When I told her it was on Saturday, she was like, oh, thank God. That is news I did not expect this morning. I was like, wait, that's a big deal. Now I have to reassess my life situation. Because I work on Sunday mornings at five thirty in the morning. Every <laughs> oh, yeah, you're the, you're the you're the outlier there. I'm about to put that I am now. Right. Uh, request in today. Oh yeah, yeah I'm, kind of, I'm kind of a necessary part of the entire internet video operation <laughs> of my workplace. That uh, no one else. We'll have to figure it out. I the worst case scenario. I guess I'll have to do what I did after my daughter's fourth birthday, which was roll into work at five thirty in the morning, still drunk. That nobody knew. Still drunk, man. Uh, and sitting there, and by the time noon came around, I was sitting there, a miserable, hungover mess. <laughs> no, what's wrong? I'm like, I'm sick. Leave me the fuck alone. Growing <laughs> <laughs> up in the bathroom before I move too quickly, anything. But Whoa. speaking of moving too quickly, we are going to move too quickly on to the next episode. If you have, uh, if you have us on your Apple Podcast, hey, last week will show up. Enjoy us. Tell us how you uh, like any of our stuff. Reach out to us on social media. And we will see everybody around somewhere eventually. Enjoy your coculus rift and your punching pregnant people in the stomach on The Sims 4. Whatever darkness you get into on the internet this week. <laughs> think about us. Think oh, about my us. God. Think about nothing good. <laughs>